What's the buzz, everyone? This is the Andrew in general episode of the podcast. Before this gets started, some disclaimers. There will be spoilers for My Hero Academia's manga, and there might be other spoilers for My Hero Academia in this episode, because we do talk about it quite a bit. So, yeah. (laughs) Also, weird side note, there's parts in this podcast where the audio for some reason gets deep for no fucking reason. I don't know why it does that. Uh, apparently it's something to do with the Craig bot that was recording the podcast. Just fucking, uh, signal shit. Where he just fucking decided to make Andrew sound like a fucking ogre. I don't know what happened there. But, uh, regardless, it's a very small part of the podcast anyway. But other than that, I hope you enjoyed the episode. This was a really fun episode to make. So yeah, enjoy. What's the buzz? Uh, hello everyone. Welcome to another episode of my podcast, uh, another guest episode, in fact. So today we're going to be kind of interviewing Mr. Andrew, well, <laughs> Lord Andrew in general. Yeah, so, I'm a Lord. Yeah, a I'm Lord. a Lord, everyone. It's I'm crazy. Lord. Yeah, it's a really big well, deal, Dylan. You better watch it. It's actually quite scary. He's a Lord. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd beat you up in a millisecond, brother. Shut up, I'd beat you in fucking Pokemon Showdown. Anything. Anyway. Anyway. Podcast, what it do you? What I do, what I'd be doing. Um, <sighs> so I'm just be asking <laughs> now we're gonna yeah. have a conversation, Dylan. It's not gonna be like yeah. rapid fire questions because you're gonna burn through the entire thing sure. in like we're gonna be five minutes, Dylan. Come on. Having a conversation for four hours, so what you working on, Dylan? What am I working on right now? Yeah, what are you uh, working on? I've got a couple of videos in mind. I've got a Hardy Books video that I'm working on. Boy, passionately right now. <laughs> Did you cancel uh, the Spider-Man video or no? I've put it on hold because I just have no motivations to make it. It's just That's draining. Fair. So I kind of just put it on the side to work on something I'm more passionate about. But That's fair enough. What about you, Andrew? Do you have any videos in the works, bro? Yeah, I've I've been working on a gender swap video. I'm working on Whoa. another Family Guy video. Women. I'm working on a mental health video. Good and I'm working day. on getting a girlfriend. I'm doing a lot of stuff right now, though. Yo, you're multitasking. I am, I am, I am. I'm trying my best. Damn. He really said getting a girlfriend. Anyway. Yeah, but, it's uh, hard. We have a long history, and a lot of the people here would know that. I've known you for a long fucking time. Yeah. It's Way too long. Years. We're like the OG. I need to stop talking to you. Too long. Like, Get out. You're a bit Fuck weird. <laughs> yeah, this is... Yo. But, uh, yeah, we have a long history, surprisingly before the yeah. American community at school. I've fun. known you since I was like, what, 11, no, not 11, like 12, 13. you 12, 13 too, because we're the exact same age. Yeah. I think we're like, what, a week I'm apart? Not a <laughs> Wait, how, yeah. when, when's your birthday? Uh, I'm like seven days younger than you. Oh, shit. Yeah. Same month, same week. Little young, little oh, young boy, little little, yeah, little baby man. I'm a boomer. Yeah. yeah you're fucking not seeing all. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, we. Did you hear about uh, Christian coming back to YouTube? I have, I've heard about it. I've heard about it vaguely. Yeah. I. For anyone who he... doesn't know, he's someone who uh, me and Andrew knew from I way back. Uh, the exposition. Um. Yeah, me and Dylan met through a guy called Christian Bertertweet, and yeah. he did stuff back in the day, like Minecraft, video essays, etc. And he was live streaming one time, 
and he, we were playing Minecraft, and then Dylan types in chat and starts talking from there, and then yeah. I talk to Dylan, and that was in 2016. We're now in 2021. What, what a fucking wow. What, what, a, what a long, long you're an time old man, Dylan. You're an old I'm man. Fucking, I'm almost an adult. That's crazy. You're we fucking fossil. You are. I'm gonna be dead soon. <laughs> <laughs> six foot under, Dylan. Come on, you're gonna be six feet under. Um, uh, yeah. We've known each other for a long time, and it's also like, even even with people like Manuel, I met Manuel originally before I knew him in the cartoon community. I 20, met him your server. Yeah, it would have been 2018 through your survey. Yeah. I've known Manuel for a long last time too. Um, yeah. 20, yeah, 2018. I remember he used to draw art for you. I remember seeing that. Small a, world. Small world. There was a dude in the commentary community who's from Belfast. Yeah, I've talked to. And it's it like, wow, small world. Small fucking small world. world. Yeah, so... I guess... Since... I've known you since like 2016. What kind of got you started back then? Because you were kind of new. I think it, that was around the time you started uploading. 2015. I started my channel in like February 2016. And then before that, I had like a little shitter channel, which was like iPad videos and shit, like stuff a typical kid, uh, stuff a typical kid would make. Like not very high quality, not very good. And I was like, you know what? I'm uh, I'm 12 now. I'm gonna start making high quality content for a high quality audience, like, uh, and get a following that way because I had to reevaluate my content at the time, which was like really crap iPad shit. And then I made the jump, and I believe I met you in like September 2016. Yeah. And around then. So that was like a year after I started making, and like, quote unquote, professionally. I'll say professionally, but like, I was like 13, like how professional can it be? True, true. Uh, that was back when you were Minecraft. Yeah. The Dark Ages, yeah. The Dark Ages, furry time. Yeah. Uh, the Fidget Spinner video. Oh, not the Fidget Spinner video, my thoughts on Fidget Spinner. My favorite video, bring it back. Remake. I thought it would have been my channel trailer. That's a great video. Uh, that too, that too. That's a fucking iconic video. If you don't know, back in 2016, Dylan made a video on fidget spinners whenever they were popular. Hold on. And, um, yeah, it was a banger video. I remember me and Christian talking about it like it was a good... It's like the fucking gospel. It was the gospel, Dylan. It it was, um, the Ten Commandments of Life, if you will. True. Um, but yeah and then you stopped uploading for like a year and then you I came can, back I had a lot of brief intervals of just not uploading I did. Just, yeah. and you still do I st- <laughs> nothing's changed it's part of, it's it's part part of your of my, identity now it's, my, it's part of my brand yeah true true whereas I've been hard at work from the day I came out of the womb I've been hard true. at work that's a joke you've been innovating I have. I'm an innovator. I'm very different. I'm an alpha male. I'm a sigma male. Jesus. <laughs> I can't. I'm doing. I'm doing a bit of trolling. I'm doing a bit of trolling. Doing a bit of trolling. Uh, it's my identity to do a bit of trolling. Well, what would you say would be your? What inspired you to start? Since we've got why you started. I think the inspiration for me 
was 2016, 2015, I was really into my fucking Steven Universe and I really wanted to make content on that because I saw like yeah. a load of video online about the show and I was like, you know what? If they can do it, I can do it. I'm going to do that and do it better. And I tried. Was it better? No. <laughs> but I tried anyway. And that's why I started. Um, there's been a lot of deviations over the years, like, but as far as I'm aware, that's when I started my shit. Hey, your content's kind of evolved uh, over the years. It started off like you did, um, you did a lot of gaming. I think you did gaming videos. Just kind of back then, you yeah. Did, you did gaming um, I know you did your whole uh, content critique thing back then. That was a phase and a half, wasn't it? That was a phase, yeah. Uh, yeah, so I made like gaming content back in 2016. And then come 2017, I made um, content critique, which lasted until 2019. Oh, oh. It did pop off really, really hard. Um, yeah, it was a, almost a staple of the community we were in. Like it was. Times. Sadly, it shouldn't have been, but it was. Um, <laughs> and it really mentally affected me. I'm not happy about it. Um, yeah. But yeah, it got my foot off the ground. I learned how to make better content. Because from my perspective, whenever you put on uh, other people under like scrutiny, scrutiny yeah. you can really evaluate where you're falling flat and then whenever you see where you're falling flat, you can really like pinpoint what you need to improve on and then improve on it. That's why like, I believe I'm quite efficient at editing nowadays because I like, I was such a fucking perfect Peter over it back in the day. Getting perfect Peter. Not to like, not to like pat myself in the back or anything or like to my own horn, yeah. but like, that's why I'm such a fucking stickler for that type of shit. For real. That's good. I mean, it, like as much as it, affected you you know the whole fucking content critique shit at least it did fucking i can go into that for a fucking decade dog i um like i made the double king video and then daniel t daniel t being an entire other fiasco i could i can get into will i probably not um i might after daniel t i took a break for a long time and came back in the summer of 20 2017 and then after that, I I believe we met Des HD and company. Yeah. And then I made a critical critique, which was like an entire other like, uh, which was an entire other jumping off point. Because that was like a more uh, critical video series on people. And that is what really did damage, like mentally, like, yeah, I can't express it. Cause that went on for a while like a year and a half i believe and then i stopped mm. and then here we are now then here we are in the future bro yeah my favorite fucking tv show steven universe, <laughs> steven universe. yeah i suppose your next kind of phase is uh what was your next phase it was more i think after think yeah i think it was you all right okay i want to like make a really clear uh comment my bio on youtube is videos on media that like moniker comes from me not wanting to box myself in like i probably do look at mostly like cartoons and shit but like 
I don't like limiting yourself to that kind of comp. Yeah. Like, you're not going to be passionate enough to only stick to cartoons and not to mention, like, I've gotten judged for a long time, which really fucking upsets me because, like, pressures and social social interactions and shit it's really embarrassing not like embarrassing but like a lot of pressure on me to do stuff and like i think pressure in general is yeah. like pressure pulls you in so many different directions like oh i can't get into it but i didn't want to put pressure myself to stick to one type of content so that's why i made the umbrella really really wide in videos or media that's true that's my like You've made, uh, yeah, you've made a lot of uh, reviews to be like, I think you can kind of see the transition. Oh, like, fuck so. me, dog. Like, in the past year and a half, I I've, like, taken such a 180 from what I used to make. And, like, you can yeah. actually tell the benefit. Dog, I fucking hit, I hit 2k subs back in April 2020. Mm. I hit 2k subs on YouTube in April 2020, and then skip forward to now. Where I'm at 10, nearly 11k. I'm not trying to like pat myself in the back, but like, if you're, I was told like whenever I was younger, right, a really powerful saying is reinvent to retire. And like, you can apply that to everything in life. It's the entire concept of, um, the grass is greener. Like, what comes after is usually better than what comes before. Usually better. Yeah. And like if you're not if you're not happy in a situation, like get the fuck out of there, ASAP dog. Get the fuck out of there. And you'll and you'll feel better. I can't talk. You'll feel better and you do better, typically. Yeah, that's true. You've improved you've to be fair to yourself, you've improved a lot since like like if you look at your first video, which is ironically the like most public one on your channel, is opinions on Powerpuff Girls 2016 secret. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Dog, I got comments on that like the other week being like, ha 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 ha, 2016 Andrew, from like new subs and shit. I'm like, you don't yeah. know the struggle I went through. You don't know. You don't, <laughs> you don't know. know what I went through. But, but I yeah, think I was like, like fundamentally, I'm like... oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh no, go on. No, you go ahead. Oh, thanks, babe. Uh, yeah, this is back you were. Oh, ruined, scundered. But like, your thumbnail game even has improved a lot and developed its own kind of style since your oh, original fuck. thumbnails. Yeah, I think like a really powerful mentality to have whenever you make content online is you have to improve like one thing every video. Like, doesn't matter what it is, but you have to improve at least yeah. one aspect. If you can do content online and you improve incrementally with every video, and you do it consistently. That is such a big win. True. Yeah, your recent videos as a flip, like you've developed your own style and it's very evident and it's very good. My That's dog flare. Dead ass. Hold on, my dog's down. Rip. That's unfortunate. While Andrew's gone, guys, make sure to check out my channel, Diddle and Doodle. Make sure to uh Subscribe. Listen to the podcast on Spotify. We are now on Spotify. We're on a bunch of sites. Google Podcasts. Working to get it on Apple Podcasts as well. We're vibing. Apologies, I'm tripping my stairbooks.
You can edit that out. Um, I no, I just did an ad break while you were just talking about my shit. Oh my. Okay. Um, yeah. Hug to the very end. Nah, but like, if you improve incrementally with everything you do, like, sooner or later, something's gonna pop off and you're gonna win. Yeah. That's my mentality anyway. It's a good mentality. Yeah, kind of like the, uh, the whole, like, you've, you've incorporated a lot of, uh, I don't know what the character's name is. Uh, Yoshindo from, from MHA? Yeah, from MHA, yeah. Okay, that I fucking, fucking love MHA. Yeah. Like, even with the uh, new outro. Looks fucking yeah. sick. Yeah. I suppose. I do cool. like it. It, it, uh, <laughs> oh. it, like, it distinguishes you from other creators. Very best. Well, I got inspired to do that type of, uh, like, still style. Because I had one still. And, like, my regular yeah. stuff. And then um, I was like thinking of ways to improve efficiency when I'm making content. And I felt like it's a really fucking easy way to have a character and then use that to emote stuff that I wouldn't be able to emote otherwise. Like having Yoshindo to come in at occasions. One, it helps with copyright. And number yep. two, like people in the comments talk about Yoshindo and like MHA and it kind of starts a different conversation. Which yeah. I really like. Um, nah, I've really tried to like make myself more unique recently, especially. That's good. That's good. Which is kind of paid off for me, to be honest. Yeah, breath of it's a breath of fresh air. Yeah. In the community, yo, kind of based. Okay, I suppose the next thing I can ask really is kind of what would you consider points of interest in your. YouTube journey as cringeologists to say. Like what would you <laughs> <laughs> Um Well I've got one like lifelong goal and that's to mm. get hundred K on YouTube. Which I've made a really big effort towards in twenty twenty one. And like I'm gonna continue doing that. Though. Yeah, it's fucking it's nuts still um crazy. It's fucking uh insane. But um yeah, I've I've been incrementally working towards that. And I suppose, like, ah, uh, fuck. Content critique, that really affects me mentally. Um, critical critique, too. Yeah. Like, that's not really relevant for conversation. There's, like, a load of other nuance involved in that. I don't really know if I want to go into that. Um, yeah. But, like, you learn a lot about yourself. And whenever I was younger, I had such, like, a desire to get um, subs and views and shit. But I was like thinking back recently, right? If I was that yeah. young, I would not know how to fucking handle it. And I can barely handle it now. Yeah. Like, I'm not trying to sound like I've got like a really big ego, but like, I don't know. It's fucking nuts to watch shit happen. And it's like, bruh. Like, oh, I think you made your first podcast episode based on it. But like, the entire concept of taking breaks is so fucking important. Yeah. Something oh, I wish I had learned sooner. Like it's going outside and shit. Important. Okay, it's underrated. It's underrated though. It's underrated indeed. And a lot of people it is just underrated. ignore it. Unfortunately. And it ends up fucking them over in the long term. Yeah. Like take a take bricks uh, throughout. It's a marathon, not sprint. Exactly. 
You're, you're gonna get burnt out if you do shit too fucking rapidly. And like, I'm exactly. glad I took that uh, re-evaluation back in March 2020. Because mm. whenever you step back and look at shit um, with retrospective, you have such a better view of everything. Whereas if you don't stop moving, you don't have time to look back and like appreciate and evaluate. Yeah, oh, what, where did it go wrong? Where did it go right? What should I continue? What do I not continue? Oh, oh, divine. Yeah. Like I really worked my fucking ass off to change what I did and like change myself. Um, like over 2019, like 2020, not even mm. content, like in general, like the amount of stupid fucking shit I did back then. Yeah, I've tried to change with every fucking fiber in my being. And that's good. That's good. Yeah, and like, it's weird because you can watch your old content and be like, that's a time capsule of a person I used to be. Mm. I know that for me especially because like I've watched the Drake Drag Soul video. Um, yeah. I watched that like a while ago. And like, oh my god, I feel embarrassed watching it, but like, yeah, I'm happy I'm not that person anymore. Because yeah, it's of evaluation like and you change, like change is inevitable. Oh. Yeah, it's like a 10 I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna rant about it in a video on my channel eventually, but like, fuck. It's crazy. <clears throat> Not to mention, like, you're a teenager in the 2020s yeah. or 2010s, like, um, everything is so fucking publicized now because of social media. Like, you can be held to account over anything in your past, um, which is for better or for worse, right? But, like, yeah. other generations wouldn't have had that because shit would have happened and it would have been forgotten about, which is debatably yeah. worse, but I won't get into that. But you're held, everything is fucking documented now. Which makes it a mm. lot easier to change everything as a person, which I've noticed recently. Like, I'm a lot more mature than, like, a lot of old people I know. Which sounds pretentious as yeah. fuck. And it is pretentious as fuck. But that's because the internet has allowed me to, like, <laughs> value it myself. Which is really cool. But it's a double-edged sword whenever you get fucking shit on Twitter for, like, a 10-year-old tweet. That was fucking dumb. Yeah. Because people people change. Anyway. Yeah, people evolve. But yeah. I mean uh looking back at my old shit. Which unfortunately with the new with the new YouTube thing where the fucking unlisted videos are gonna become privated. It's quite unfortunate. Ones from like twenty sixteen. Oh shit. So a lot of the comments on those videos will be gone, unfortunately. No, you can opt out of it. But you can't? Yeah. Oh, that's good, that's good. It's a privacy thing, like, shit. if you don't have access to an account from, like, several years ago, you can opt to make it... Yeah. It's like security. Mm. Yeah, because there's a lot of old shit that just makes me cringe. But don't worry, I've got it all downloaded, downloaded anyway. <laughs> so have I, so have I. But, well, um, you're two steps ahead of the curve. True. But, like... What would you say, I suppose another question would be, why, what would you say would be your highest and lowest point on the platform? Oh, um, my highest point would be hitting 10k, which is like fucking recent recent. Yeah. Um, I think that is like self, that is like self explanatory. Like it's a, it's a pretty big milestone for me. Like a lot of people, mm. 
I don't know. I still I still shed my pants. We were like thinking about it too much, but um, I don't know. It's weird. Like, you can make a video and everything fucking changes overnight. It's like, bro, what the fuck? Uh, <laughs> my yeah, lowest point was probably sorry. Go ahead. What are you saying? That iceberg video was kind of like a a big video uh, when it came out. Yeah, yeah. my mentality making up. that back in January. I had a plan from like December 2020 and my plan was to pop off in 2021 via a strategy. Um, I say strategy, but it was really, it was really fucking loose, right? I wanted to make an iceberg video and then use the iceberg video to leverage my own shit. Which did work out for me because I made yeah. a gender swap video and that popped off. Like, I think YouTube works in that. You can have one video pop off and that can be like, what, 1k, 2k? But it's another thing to replicate that over and over again. That's that's the fucking rare thing. And that's the hard thing. Yeah. If you can do that, you can do anything on that fucking platform, in my opinion. But like, I'm working, I'm working on my content to the point where I can yeah. do that again and again. And uh, it's like the saying, if you've heard it. You need to make lightning strike in a bottle twice, which is really fucking rare. Yeah. Like really fucking rare. But the more you try, the more you win. From what I've learned. That's true. That's based. What would you say would Never be your call lowest? Never that again. Oh, Play. fuck. Lowest point would be like yeah. uh, the Trick Tragsaw video. Hmm. Or like the Cosmodor video. Yeah. Which I won't go into here, obviously. Um Yeah. Nah, but the Drake Tracks video was really fucking straining mentally. Um I don't know, there was a lot on the line for me. And then after making that I was like so fucking pissed off I stopped making that type of content altogether. Yeah. Because it wasn't fucking it wasn't reasonable. Dog, like, I literally watched my friends blow up uh, in 2019. Like, I watched yeah. them do really, really fucking well. And I was sat there with, like, 1.5k subs on YouTube. Like, just watching it from afar. And, like, I kind of felt left behind. And I felt that if I wanted to shit my past, I had to stop doing content like that. Yeah. And the final remnant of that was the fucking Drake video. Like, uh, and during that entire process, I was really getting miffed towards that type of content anyway. Like, I felt commentary was a sinking ship at that point anyway. And I thought, I have the change for the better. I did. I hope it did anyway. I'd say, I would say you did. And like, mentally, I'm playing catch up with other people. Like, on YouTube. Yeah. Because I, I do feel, like, left behind by other people in the community. I don't know if that's, like, wrong or right to say, but, like, I kind of do. Yeah, I get that. And, like, it's really... I remember I tweeted, like, Rizzy Draws on Twitter, like, years ago. Um, calling, right for draw, or calling them out for drawing porn of Danny Phantom. Whenever Danny Phantom's a 14-year-old. Yeah. Um, and then they replied to me being, like... Um... You don't have 10k on YouTube. Your opinion isn't valid. And like, I was—it was a joking tweet back then. 
but like mentally it was like fuck i'm really i'm really uh yelling to, yelling into an echo chamber with youtube yeah i don't know like youtube's weird motivation YouTube comes and goes weird. and different shit can motivate you but like I love making content. It's like, it's like, huh? It's my, it's in my DNA, really. <laughs> it's my passion, if you will. I love doing it for the craft. That's for the craft. Yeah. Uh, what do you plan on doing in the future? Now that you've hit ten k. Besides getting a hundred k. Yeah. And then after that, a million. Um, I'm joking. Ambitious. I give you that. Nah, I'm joking. I'm doing a bit of trolling. Um, nah, but from the age of like 13, I've gone into like marketing and like media, and I really want to go down the entertainment route, whether it yeah. be in front of the camera or behind the camera. And like, I've had a lot of shit talk to me, like, uh, like my fucking, like throughout my entire life at school, I've had shit told to me about YouTube and like how shit my stuff is, right? But like, yeah. whether you, you have to admit, right, YouTube is a really, really good way of uh, improving skills and stuff. Like, whether it be my fucking yeah, editing, recording, writing, dog, you're one you man bad that, and you're doing everything by yourself, right? In an actual job, it'll be like two people writing, like an entire team de 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 dedicated to writing, editing, so on and so forth. But with YouTube, you're a one man band. And I can tell you right now, in the future, in the future, dog, if you do marketing or media, you're going to be expected to be a one-man band. Yeah. Like, I don't... Oh, my God. I've had people come to school and shit to, like, talk about uh, editing. editing, And, like, yeah. they're really good at editing. Uh, for, like, a uni graduate and all. But, like, YouTube has taught me what they know. Difference being, I was, like, 14 yeah. or 21. The only difference being they had a lot more experience on the field, which education brought them. And that's obviously what I lacked. But I can tell you right now, our, our generation is so skilled at a menagerie of things because of YouTube and like TikTok, Twitter, etc. That's yeah. what I'm proud of. That's pretty swag. Like this generation in general is fucking I mean, you do, you do learn a lot of things. Yeah, you do learn a lot. I'm sure of you've learned a lot of yeah. shit. Yeah, my editing like is art. I'd art argue my really? editing through. Yeah, along with oh, the people my... that I'm around, I take inspiration from that. I learn a lot from that, so it's a good way to build up your skills. Dog, I'm fucking think about it. Like before the internet, um, like you had your local area as a uh, competition. Like, yeah, oh, and like whether you want to admit it or not, right? Ireland and Northern Ireland in general are not the most uh clout intensive countries when it comes to entertainment and like skill, yeah, and like media. Um, but recently it's been really booming. Mm. I, there's still like a really big sentiment towards like being creative in this country. Like, I know up here for me, it's like if you're a creative person. You have to try really, really fucking hard. And you have to have a really strong willpower. Because people are going to come for you every fucking day to try and tear you down for what you like doing. Yeah, I get that. 
And like, I can tell you right now, I was made fun of so fucking much. Heck, I'm still being made fun of for doing YouTube. But the difference being now is that, um, like, I'm kind of winning. Kind of winning. I've done fuck all yet, but like, mentally, I'm at a better place than I was when I was fucking 12. That's my intelligence. Yeah. Oh, I still get made fun of it. Fuck, there was a girl who, like, was laughing at my channel. And, um, my fucking... I didn't even know who they were whenever their name was mentioned to me. It's like, who the fuck? I don't know you. Like, why are you making fun of me? Um, yeah. I don't know. For me, it's kind of like a personification, uh, personification of comments on YouTube. Like, comments on YouTube yeah. range from positive to negative. And I can tell you one thing right now. One negative comment can ruin your fucking day. It can outweigh a hundred positive comments, but... Don't yeah. take advice from people. Or no, don't take criticism from people you wouldn't take advice from and like no offense yeah. to comments on youtube but a lot of them are just fucking like random and strange yeah i get that i've seen and some like, strange I'm, fucking talents yeah and like in real life too like i know a guy yeah. um who like talk talk shit in me constantly and like i've been telling him um i don't know i've been trying to like talk to him about it no and he just keeps fucking talking bad on my name and shit and it's like at the end of the day right why would i yeah. take advice from you like how are you gonna like you're not in my fucking circle you don't know me and therefore you're not useful to my overall goal or what i wanted to make yeah um oh but like i could talk about being creative all fucking day like i'm sure you've had it uh where you live in, yeah. like, near work and all. I, don't, I didn't mean to dox you, but... <laughs> yeah, dealing with that. Quark is quite stuff. a large fucking area. No, it's fine. I, um, I've disclosed that I am. I've disclosed that I'm from Quark. Bro, like, fucking... I'm sure you've been made fun of for doing YouTube and, like, art, art and shit. I have. You it's have? A lot of people just don't fucking get it because it's... I have. But, like, I think it's because a lot of people just don't fucking get it because they're... It's not really... It's not really a popular thing to get into in both my area and both in Ireland as a whole it's not really like say for animation was there's like fucking I'd argue like three animation related colleges or uh fucking companies that you could go oh, to fuck that, and besides that that's it it's such a small fucking market market especially yeah. in Ireland. like dog um for me like I know creative people who draw and like do other shit and like, oh, the yeah. fucking pressure of living in Ireland. Like, I don't, I, I know I have American friends who I don't think have that same level of scrutiny because being creative is more encouraged over there. From what I perceive, I could be entirely fucking wrong. But over here in like Ireland, everything is so fucking agriculture based and shit. Agriculture based and like uh, hard labor work. Like, there's not much creativity. Yeah. No, there's not much creative opportunities in this country or countries, I should say. Um, yeah. But it's gradually changing over time, and I think that our our generation, like, uh, being born in two thousand four, um, I think that's like the, the last remnant of being scrutinized for being creative. Hmm. Because yeah, people are more open to being being themselves now. Yeah. It's becoming like, lost. Dog, I was a, oh, sorry. 
Like, dog, I was ashamed to fucking draw shit in school because it got made fun of it. <laughs> in the odd time. Yeah. But, like, uh, because of Twitter and, like, TikTok and, like, YouTube to an extent now, like, I'm more confident in my ability because people from the country I live in are becoming more confident themselves and they're not, or they're not like, showing their skills and shit. Like, I feel more confident doing my own stuff and showcasing it. And, like, yeah. no one can say anything that'll stop me. Especially now. That's a good mentality to have. Like, dog, the fucking guy I mentioned earlier on that talk shit me constantly. Um, like, no offense to him, but, like, why do you feel that he did talk shit in a guy who, got, who has a hobby? Like, yeah. <laughs> get a fucking hobby. Get a hobby <laughs> yourself if you're going to talk shit. Like, fuck off. Exactly. Oh, uh, the guy I mentioned earlier on, he's like, made me his screen, or his screen saver on his computer and all, it's fucking weird. Fan culture, yeah. anyway. I'm doing a bit what of trolling. I know, I'm doing a bit of trolling. <laughs> uh, what would you, um, what is something you'd love to review or talk about on your channel in the future? Oh, I have a video down the pipeline. And it's to talk about every Vin Diesel movie. God. Yeah. That's crazy. That's not That's something a good idea. Expected. Do you like Vin Diesel? You know what? I do not have an opinion on Vin Diesel. Do you have Do you know how many movies he has or no? Uh, I know it's a couple. Don't know how much. Forty over forty-two. Jesus fucking Christ! It'll be a ten-hour-long video. Till, or don't. Oh Ten hour long God. video on Vin Diesel. That's fucking mental. Holy shit. Yeah, but I've I recently um had the idea to talk about mental health and like mention Steven Universe in that conversation. Yeah. Because I feel that that show is really fucking underrated when it comes to future and the movie. Like, I think the OG show is kind of fucking dirty for it, no, not gonna lie. But, like, I think Future in the movie is really fucking good media, and it's yeah. not given enough praise, like, dead ass now. Yeah, I thought uh, it needs more respect. Kind of dunked on too much. Fucking dead ass, yeah. What are you making in the future? Oh, wait, I already asked you that. Whoops. Uh, I also was, I'm thinking about talking about space chimps, because I remember that as a kid. But, uh, and I looked up to see if oh. anyone has reviewed it, ooh, but no one ooh. has. I got it. I got it. I got it. Um. Uh. If I mention a word to you, will you remember? Do you know what yeah. I'm talking about? Okay. Right. Did you ever watch a TV show called Grizzly? T or fuck. Did you ever watch a TV show called? Grizzly Tales for Gruesome Kids. I fuck, I did. I was thinking about talking about it at fucking Halloween. I remember that. Dog, yeah. dog, that show gave me fucking PTSD and shit. Oh my fuck. Same, God. same. Dog, if the one person listens to this podcast, do not take that fuck. Such a That's a really good video idea. Don't take it, don't. Don't oh take it or I'll smack you too. Are you going to talk about both the reboot and the old one? Or? I might, I might, I might. The reboot is fucking terrible, by the way. That's I'm my thinking opinion. about it. The animation is dog shit because I rewatched an episode the other day. I'm like, oh my. F bleh, bleh. Anyway. 
It's on Amazon Prime, I think. Reboot? Uh, no, the original. Damn, brother. But all the episodes are on YouTube anyway, Amazon Prime. What do you want to talk about in the future other than that show? Uh, fucking... Yeah, so, as I mentioned, uh, probably Hardy Books. I want to do a, a fucking thorough review, because I like talking about Irish media. Uh, but Facts. I'll probably do something about that. Uh, review but Father thinking, Ted? Yeah, I was thinking about reviewing Father Ted at some point as well. But, uh... By definitely, show. definitely have to get you on for the Young Offenders video whenever I plan to do that, because I was originally going to release it in July, but then I was like... July, fuck. Fucking yeah, I was like fucking setbacks. So I was like, you know what? I'll I'll postpone it till after I do a video on Hardy Bucks because I don't want to talk about Young Offenders, the show, like a couple of videos after I'm already after speaking about the movie. Fair enough. So, but uh, <sighs> yeah, in that regard, we both have a lot of fun. But uh, I I took down some notes here, and we were talking about. But I kind of introduced you as a lower down droid, G. So. I want to give a bit of backstory to that <laughs> yeah um i was in a call with a friend or two i think it was an entire group and i joined late and we were talking about buying property yeah probably thinking andrew you're fucking 17 years old how are you gonna buy property um i was on property pal and there was a there was a house listed for 220 euro nice 220 euro like oh a fucking God. cottage and me and my friends were like fuck it let's get a cottage and we do an inquiry about it and right. it turns out the price is fake it's actually 220,000 euro oh my god um, yeah it Jesus. didn't it didn't come to fruition but there was an uh there was another thing that came out of it i jokingly made a remark about becoming a lord about becoming a lord and um <laughs> There is a website you can become a lord on. And basically, it's a tradition in Scotland to where if you own land, you can legally call yourself a lord. Oh, man. Fuck's sake. So me and my friend Ethan bought a couple's package of land <laughs> in Scotland, like rural Scotland. It was like one square foot or something like that. How big is um, one square foot? Yeah, uh, pretty fucking tiny, tiny, Dylan. It's like your foot squared. And um, we got a, a bit of land and we got lordship. And that's when I call myself Lord. I'm Lord. I'm a Lord, Dylan. Holy shit. That's insane. It's a big win. That's crazy. So that's what you must be referred to from now on. Yeah, when I get a job, a traditional job. They're going to be That's like, hey, right. what are you doing, Andre? I'm like, uh, correction, Lord Andre. <laughs> we do a bit of trolling. We do a bit of trolling. Do a bit of, do a bit of trolling, bro. Yeah. Like, my TikTok is a fucking cesspool of shit. Like, I'd make fart jokes and, like, about having a fart yeah. fetish. Like, a poop fetish, too. I'd have, like, a piss kink. Like, everything. It's fucking stupid, but, like, funny, dumb. It's comedy. It's it great. is comedy, Dylan. That's why I've got 1.4k on TikTok. Bro, there's such a weird stigma around TikTok. It's not It's not I actually think, fucking as terrible as people say. I think TikTok is a great app, but it's given a bad rep, rep by, like, Twitter people. 
think it's given a bad rep because it used to be musical and people just assume it's the same fucking thing. Kind of is the same thing, but... Um... One thing I don't like is how people equate TikTok to YouTube in terms of following and like likes and like content. I can tell you right now, you can make a TikTok video and get like 10 times I mean, way, way, way less on you or way less on YouTube. Like, I know uh, people on TikTok can have like 48 million followers and they can't even get a fraction of that to watch on the YouTube channel. Mm. Like, YouTube My is such a better platform for like developing a loyal audience and shit, but like, TikTok is like you click follow, scroll. You can barely find what you want to watch on TikTok. Barely find. What would you be doing if you weren't doing YouTube? Probably, like sports, sports and shit. Um. What kind of sport? I used to play rugby. I used to like yeah. sprint for school, and like be pretty athletic. I still kind of am, although not what I used to be. Um. I think a really big thing in life is to know when to quit. And I believe that I think having your eggs too far spread is negative overall. Um, so I believe in March 2020, I decided to stop playing rugby, stop doing like sprinting competitively, competitively. And I started to try YouTube more. However, I guess if YouTube was never part of the equation, I would still be doing running and sprinting. Or running and rugby. Um, I used to do boxing when I was a kid. Like, briefly. Hello, boxer, Andrew. I'm gonna fight KSI. Yo, I'd pay to see that. What I do you think of Logan up. Paul, actually? Because you made a video about his... <laughs> I mean... Like... Okay, right. As a joke, Logan Paul, kind of a fucking moron. <laughs> like Andrew IG, the content guy, the little little guy with like two K subs on YouTube, right? Logan Paul, he's a little fucking moron. But like Andrew, the person, I admire Logan Paul a lot because he has had the best redemption arc in internet yeah, I history. Well. I feel. Like, I, I used to not like him because of, like, everyday bro Same. and, like, the Jake Paul shit. But, like, be fucking cringe. The uh, Suicide Forest, uh, I followed him after that from, like, 2018 onwards, and I can tell you right now, he has changed a lot. Yeah, now, whether it's him, whether him that's him, just, like, whether that's him, like, genuinely becoming a better person or, like, him just being better at hiding it, I don't know, but either way, someone's doing a good job at making Logan Paul look better than he actually is, and like, he was so fucking motivational to me. I, it's like really sad to think about, like really dumb, fucking stupid, how much I admire Logan Paul. But anyway. He somehow recovered his fucking like It was looking impossible to recover his fucking career after the whole Suicide Forest thing, because that was mainstream oh, as fuck. Oh, oh. How did he go from recording the dead body to fighting fucking Floyd Mayweather? What the fuck? Yeah, that's true. Such a big fucking change. 
He kind I of fumbled. I'd say he fucking mellowed out after that suicide forest shit. Like he with the fucking. He did. Um, I believe the true change came after he lost to KSI. Mm. <clears throat> like I believe in the long run, Logan Paul won. Like won. Like being like a more symbolic thing. Yeah. Because KSI was like, oh, after I beat you, your career's gonna be. Or KSI was like, after I beat you, your career will be, will be done. But like Logan Paul got beat and came back stronger than ever. Like I'd argue Logan Paul fighting Floyd Mayweather is bigger than whatever KSI is gonna do next. Like realistically, like you can't go above mm. fighting Floyd Mayweather. Is it KSI boxing someone uh, soon? Austin I'm not McCrim. sure if that's true or not. Sick. That's a um, YouTuber though. So. Yeah, like Logan Paul like did bits. I don't like Jake Paul that much. Oh, Jake I'm about Paul's to say fucking, fucking Jake Paul's a he's a, fucking, he's a fucking stinker. He's just a fucking goofy character. But like I enjoy watching him, he's like a really good villain. He's the perfect antagonist. He is, like really. Like, I kind of root for him because I want to know the bad ending. It's like the same reason why I kind of root for Shigaraki and Emiche. Yeah. Like, he's a fucking villain and you enjoy watching the villain. He's an entertaining know. villain, I didn't know. He is, he is, he's an entertainer. Speaking of Emiche, uh, are you excited for. Oh, the yeah, movie? you see there's like. Well, one the movie and two season five so far. Although they're skipping, they're like doing a weird fucking thing. With yeah, they do. There. They're doing they're the all. Endeavor arc, the Endeavor agency first before uh, my villain academia. I don't mind it. Do you know why? Do, uh, do you know why they're doing that or no? I think it's because uh, the movie takes the movie. place in the Endeavor. The movie's about the Endeavor. Yeah, that's why. Yeah. So they want to introduce. It matches that. up better. I, I really want. The animation in MVA to be good. Yeah, but like, really badly. Oh my fucking god. Because I believe season four suffered because mm. of Heroes Rising. Like even though it I did. love that movie, like the the overhaul fight would have benefited way more from like more time. I thought animation the million versus uh all the million versus fucking overall was a slideshow dog. Like what the fuck? Yeah, it was fucking like, weak. Uh the movie, I'm hyped for that because mm. the animation looks way better. Deku's got black whip. Like dog, it'll be epic. The only downside is that I don't know how it's gonna affect the main show. And I believe that if they keep doing movies like every season, it's gonna gradually make the show worse and worse. Like I yeah. I mainly read the manga now, like mainly. I don't really like yeah, watching the no. show. I think the show's art is like pretty mediocre, but like the I manga. I stopped watching like, like the whole the first of season five, the first arc. I like didn't watch any of it when it was coming out. I was excited for it, but I didn't watch any of it. I watched the first episode and stopped. Yeah, like no offense to him, but like the animation is kind of fucking too far. Yeah, it's not really that good. It's easy to critique a corporation for like whenever I kind of animate like that, but. I don't know, I don't feel the love there used to be with MHA. I feel that they're like more doing the show as a vehicle for the movie. If that makes any sense. At, like, I think it peaked uh, 
All Might versus One for All. Or All Might versus fucking All for One. I believe the animation or the show peaked at like the first half of season three. Hmm. I season believe after that, season. it was on a gradual decline. Uh, season four, yes. a bit duty fart. I didn't yeah, like the whole really... arc in the anime at all. I thought the manga was a lot more creative with like panels and shit. And I understand that you can't do panels in a uh, 920 by 1080 screen. Yeah. But like, oh fuck me. What do you think of the? What did you think of the cultural festival? Like? Oh, I didn't. I didn't care it, about it. It was, it was gentle criminal. Is in my Dog. opinion, such fucking useless, like useless character because they've only introduced I... him in season four, and then they never used him again. And that includes the manga. They've never used him since. He might come back in the manga, although I don't entirely know. Uh, I think he was, was originally just to that fight. Deku to unlock something. I was looking forward to Deku versus Gentle. I'm mm. like, no offense to the show, but I think it kind of came out too far. Because MHA has such an over-reliance on, like, flashbacks, it's really annoying. Mm, it does. It's absurdly annoying. Half of the fucking episode was flashbacks, and uh, initially it wasn't that big of a problem, because like it was like season 1 and 2. But we're in fucking season 5, and they're still flashing back to miscellaneous shit from like season 1. Like. Yeah. We already fucking know, you don't- oh my god. Dog, if, you, if you're gonna watch in season 5, it's highly likely that you've already watched, or you've been watching from exactly. season 1. Dog. And in the intro too, have you seen the um, season 5 episode 12 intro yet, or no? Uh, like, season 5 the episode most The most recent intro? Uh, the, like, new opening, or? Yeah, the, the new opening. The, yeah. I haven't seen the new opening yet. Okay, I'll give you like a little spoiler, right? So we're in the Endeavor arc. Yeah. And my villain Academia. So the main characters that should be shown, right? Is Deku, Bakugo, and Shoto. And then the villains, right? Yeah. But then in the motherfucking intro, or the opening, they show the entirety of Class 1A, despite them not fucking appearing or having a big role in the season it's like why like uh, uh, such a waste of space uh additionally why? additionally um i think over time class 1a's role is being gradually weakened by Deku becoming a stronger character um yeah that might get into manga territory which i won't i'll try not to go into but it doesn't feel like the characters in the my or the characters in the uh, anime in class 1A are being their own characters. It feels more like they're being used as a vehicle to teach Deku about his quirk. Yeah. Um, like Saru, the tip guy. Like I'm pretty mm. sure he's used to teach Deku how to use Black Whip. Yeah. And then uh, spoiler territory. Skip forward like a minute or two. But Yoravati, Yoraka, o Ochako, like she's used to teach Deku how to float. It's like, bruh. I'm sure Ochako will have a more of a 
main appearance because she's the female protagonist and the secondary mm. protagonist wanted to say but like for Sarah and Froppy Froppy was used to show Deku to shoot Black Whip from, from his tongue like yeah. that's all she's done recently it's like oh my fucking god is that what you've devolved really these characters down to? Like the only in the war arc like the only real characters that got fucking advancements were Bakugo, Deku from class 1 era Bakugo and Deku and Hiroshima to an ex- uh, to a fucking minuscule extent. Oh, dog, like my fucking. Uh, I won't get into it, but like the second one for all user, like bro, I'm not getting into that today. It pisses me. It's pissing me off. But MHA, I might make a video on it. I might not. Yeah. Cause like I'm trying not to do anime. Like, I'm really fucking trying not to do anime. But it's really, really tempting. Mm. I like that. I might make a video on the three movies when they come out. I do not like the fact that he's, like, getting his quirks so fast. Oh, that's another fucking problem. Like, (laughs) he's unlocked about, like, fucking three of them. Oh, he's unlocked every one, bar one. Yeah. From chapter 300 to 318, he's unlocked three. Three, two, two. It's making him too overpowered. But I like uh was I think it was the recent chapter that showed people are starting to see him more as a villain. Because of how fucking OP he is. I believe that Shigaraki is a flawed character in that his quirk is inherently flawed from the fact that in MHA you could never have hand to hand combat between Deku and Shigaraki. Yeah. Because uh, Shigaraki's quirk is a one-hit KO type beat. Dog, if him and Deku are going to fight, they can never have a hand-to-hand combat. And Deku can only get hurt via, like, projectiles and, like, other shit. Shigaraki and Deku can't, like, throw fists or anything. Not like that happens in MHA anyways. Like, MHA can be devolved down to, like, one really powerful attack. Which is such fucking lame writing. In my opinion, like every every single arc is like, the it all leads toward towards a fight, which ends in one definitive action or punch. And it's it's really fucking stealing now for me especially. I'm surprised they haven't killed off uh, all my yet. To be honest, he doesn't feel like oh, he's he's, he's stayed too long too. He, he's a walking. He's a walking sack of shit. I thought he was gonna fucking die when they, um, in the like a couple of recent chapters ago, where they threw the fucking bomb at the car and he saw. Oh shit. Um. Yeah, like for my channel, I do love MHA with like all my heart. So. But I don't like the direction the show was going in. Um, I'm looking forward to the movie, to the movies. I mean. I think they're really good, and I think the third yeah. one has got the most interesting plot by far. Oh, we'll see. We'll yeah, see. The second movie was very cinematic. To be fair, I saw it in theaters. Really good. Oh, I did as well. And fuck me, dog. The animation was beautiful. Yeah, it was really good. It's a shame you get a fucking copyright strike for it on YouTube. Mm. Because really I would good. love to talk about it. Wait, you can get fucking strike for it? Yeah, the distribution company. Oh, fuck's sake. They'll fuck you up. 
Um, the anime too, to an extent, but I really want to watch the third movie. But like, there's like a five month delay between coming to uh, yeah. the UK and Ireland and shit. Fuck. It's kind I of annoying. I hope they don't fuck up the Myville Macadamia anime. I hope they don't I'm either. I'm gonna, have, I'm gonna lose a lot of fucking hope. <clears throat> like, at the end of the day, we keep holding out for like, <laughs> the, sh- the show to look good. Which is a really fucking depressing standard now. Yeah. Um, Considering in season one, there was like consistent bangers, like you had the Nomi fight, you had Deku v Bakugo, you had my well, yeah. fucking Todoroki v Deku, you had Bakugo v Shoto, like, oh, uh, you could go on for eons, dog, about the fights and shit. But, uh, no offense, right? I do not. The fights in recent MHA, the show, aren't appealing to me. Aren't appealing to me. Yeah. Because the joint training arc, you've seen that before, like it's happened before, like what's new to it? Oh, class one being Shinso, like, oh cool, Shinso. Okay. He's in class now, apparently. He is, I think. I think. It was like promotion um, There was and I revealed him. And then Deku V Gentle. I think the anime fucked that up too. Yeah. And it all stems back to the problem of flashbacks and how much they fucking have flashbacks in the in the show which is something the movies don't have that much of flashbacks from whenever i watched the movies they didn't have many flashbacks or like referencing old moments uh which is cool because it means action is constantly happening whereas the show will take the pace and fucking until the stop for like a two minute flashback scene and then like a 15 minute sequence where like Deku punches someone really really hard. It's like fuck off. Just show the animation. Just show the show happening. That's why is I think it? the manga is so fucking good. It doesn't it doesn't dwell on the past too much. Hmm. I think they I think they've dealt with a bit uh in fucking the recent chapters. I know he had a fight against some yeah, muscular. I think they went over that a bit too fast. I agree with that partially. However, part of me thinks that it was to show how much Deku's grown in power. True. And like, I if Deku really was struggling against Muscular when he was younger, like, and he beats him up in like a chapter or two now, like, fuck, he's grown a lot. Yeah, he's a really fucking powerful now. But I really hope they don't fucking try and like do some redemption thing with the uh, overhaul, because it kind of seems that way with the- Oh my fucking god, oh my fucking god, they better not. Um... I hope they don't, because overall is a character that should not be redeemed. Mm. Nor should they try to. Like, MHA has done some really fucked up shit with, like, uh, the manga and the show especially. Like, I know for a fact that Mineta said to Aerie, like, I'll meet you in 10 years or some shit. Oh yeah, that's fucking really, weird. That is fucked up. That was, yeah, I and saw I, that. And I think, like, Dr. Garaki, the doctor dude, had a really bad name beforehand. Yeah, he had, uh, it was um, Maruta Shiga. Which is like a reference to Japanese, like, uh, war. Exp- it was like the war experiments or something. That's fucked up. Yeah. Anyway. I don't know why they thought that was a good idea. And then, like, Hor- Horikoshi would give, like, 15 year old girls, like, big tits and all. It's like, bruh. 
Yeah, Momo is a bit fucking the costume. Yeah, Momo, well. Momo, Momo was like what fourteen, fifteen. It's like okay, right. okay, Harko. The, the show, she was uh, fifteen, now sixteen, and it's fucking weird. Uh, and I see people fucking fucking adults fanboying over like characters like Deku and fucking all their fucking students, and it's fucking weird. They're literally like 15, 16. So fucking weird. Yeah. Kind of funky, you know? It's kind of cringe. But yeah. And I think that MHA kind of like falls down the trap of like being really fucking red at the time. Yeah. yeah. With like flashbacks and shit. They'd also kind of use the exact same plot points as well. Like, mm. in a lot of Deku's fights, he's protecting like a kid. Uh, yeah. Deku v Muscular protects a kid. Yeah, Koda or whatever his name. Deku v Deku v motherfucking Overhaul protects Harry. Uh, Deku and Basu well. versus Nine, they're protecting kids again. It's like, bruh, like, fuck me. Stop using the exact same plot points. It's so annoying. But um, fucking with the villains as well. Is fucking Mister Compressed still alive or not? I do not. I don't know because it shows uh, when he does that fucking weird thing where he like cuts himself in half. I'm like, what the yep. fuck? Doesn't see. It doesn't seem like he fucking survived that. He's already missing a fucking arm. He's doing a bit of trolling. He's doing a bit of trolling. Man vented. <laughs> Never fucking do that again. <laughs> have you uh, played the new Among Us update? <laughs> I have. I have not really, no. You haven't? You fucking loser, dog. You fucking... Why would I put that? Gossip. Why would I put that, Mmm. But, um... Yeah, I may choose an interesting series, to be fair. There's like, a lot of mangas I need to get in. There's a lot of mangas and fucking anime I need to get into. Have you read I Attack on Titan? I have not. It's on my list. You should. I need to finish watching One Punch Man. Because I got like... Oh, oh, I, I almost finished him. season one. Season two is pretty doo doo fair though, from what I've heard. Yeah, like, I've watched a bit of One Punch Man. A bit. I have not much, like, but I know a bit about it. Mm. I've also anime's heard fucking that, uh, nuts as well. Like, anime's yeah, cool as fuck. It's really good. I've also heard good things about, like, the first season of The Promise Neverland. But uh, apparently the second season like skips a bunch of shit. Scundered. Absolutely scundered. Jesus. We just went on a fucking long ass rant about MHA, holy shit. Yeah, like fuck. Um We should maybe change the subject. Yeah. Hmm. I okay. I'll ask a I'll ask a fucking question. Let me see. On average, how long would you take to make a video? How long does it take to put a video together? I have calculated it down to like a T. I would spend about four or five days between uh, scripting, recording audio, editing audio, and editing. Yep. Thumbnails, metadata, then upload. Uh, before I make a video, I would like get a list of shit I want to do. And then pick the one that is most likely to do well. And then move from that. Mm. Which is why like I'd say I'm gonna make a video and then never fucking do it because it doesn't really 
yeah. suit my agenda or like I don't think it'll do that well like I've been meaning to make a Sonic video for a long long fucking time but like I haven't gone around to it because I don't think it'll benefit me or like yeah. do well Ladder don't feel passionate for it enough like I made that Godzilla video in like two fucking days because I was passionate about the subject yeah like if you're passionate you can do shit really really fucking quickly Sure. Um, but like with longer videos, which is what I'm doing now, yeah, it takes like a long fucking time to do shit. But it's more rewarding because I would get rewarded with like uh, the watch time and comments and stuff. Mm. Like I find making longer content is content is worth it in the long run. Yeah, I agree with that. How long does it take you to make the content? How long does it take me? Uh, it kind of depends yeah. what I'm talking about. Five months, so fucking five months to make a Spider-Man video. Still, let me look at my <laughs> channel real quick. Yo, it's in the works. It's in the works, I swear. Let me check my channel. <clears throat> so, Young Offenders video took about mm, that's hard to estimate. I'd say around like a month. Just to, sure. it was about a month. Arthur Christmas video took about two weeks. So I just fucking, and I, because I was really passionate about it at the time, so I just burned straight through it, uh, and it didn't take too long. But the process of that fucking burnt me out completely. I was like, I wanted to make a video, but I felt yeah. so fucking tired of just make, of making shit. So I was like, you know what, I'll, I'll wait till I find something I'm more passionate about. So I was like, oh, Spectacular Spider-Man, because at the time I was binging it again. And I was like, you know what, this would make a good video. I started working on it. I got about, I'd argue, halfway through it. And I was like, this is actually really fucking tiring to make. So I just do not feel any passion towards it anymore. I did it at the start, but then halfway through the video, I was like, fuck. I just have no like motivations towards making this. So then I looked again and I started looking through shit. Uh, and I remember a lot, of, like around that time, I was really arguing about uh, The Incredibles 2 and how fucking disappointing it was. Um, I was like, fuck it, I'm kind of passionate about that. And I was able to squeeze that video out and like, a week and a half so like at that point i kind of realized i have to make videos that i'm passionate about or else i'm just not gonna end up having the motivation to finish them yeah that's a fair point um i was happy making the ray video through a ray moana video that i made yeah. in like march and then I've been meaning to make an Angry Birds video for a long, long time. And then I finally got around to doing that. God damn. My dog's just going fucking crazy in the background. It's fun. But, um... Then, so what would you say is your most passionate video? What you've put the most care into? Care? Yeah. Fuck. I'd have to check. Um... I keep mentioning the, uh censorship video yeah. if, I, if i made it now i'd do stuff differently but like that's with every video you make and that video is consistently doing well as well um probably the censorship video or maybe the family guy video or maybe the angry birds video or like i don't know I've, i do a lot of passionate shit the pokemon tribute video as well a tribute to pokemon yeah. It's been a really big passion of mine. 
and was a passion project. It did not do well initially, however, whenever the iceberg blew up, it kind of made that video blow up as well, which made me very happy. That's good. Overall, like, I mainly make what I'm passionate in, and I watch a lot of shit, so I'm, like, passionate about stuff quite often. That's good. You know? But, um, yeah, your censorship video was, like, a really, uh, big video at the time. When it I watched was it. back then. Kind of steered, that was like, almost, almost steered to where your channel is now. Oh, like, fuck me. Like, yeah. Um, before that video, I was, like, kind of, like, uh, plonking around, like, commentary, um, review, gaming videos, but, like... The censorship video really cemented where I wanted to go and the path yeah. to take to get there. And uh, for me, whenever you make whenever you make a longer video, whenever you make a longer video, after that video gets made, you're like, when it comes to making content. Yeah. Um, like every long video I make, I get, I get better, I get patient, I get better at timing uh editing faster mm. like it just it, it just benefits me overall to make a long longer video like my current video the one i'm making right now will likely be my longest video like ever Jesus. but then like before that video my longest video was the sent or the gender swap one so like yeah. i'm gradually uh well, Jesus, I just myself. The time of that. That's 24 minutes. I didn't realize it was that long. Like, I'm gradually getting higher and higher in, like, uh, like, length. Mm. And it benefits me in the algorithm as well. Like, recently yeah. especially. Like, fuck. Jesus. Yeah, that's a... That was a very fucking... That video popped off, actually, your recent gender swap video. 200k. Like, I'm... It was kind of calculated, but I'm very, very thankful for the opportunity to do that type of content. Yeah. Because if I kept making, like, critical critique, I'd be way down. I'd be, like, down a way different path. Mm. And I felt that making content in, like, media has kind of allowed me to reinvent myself. Or reinvent myself. I don't know. Yeah, I'm talking. About, I'm talking about the shit, but like, <laughs> I'm happy. I'm not the same person I was whenever I was like 15. Yeah, that's good. I've made uh, new friends too. Back, looking back, what would you do differently? Uh, like way back or like recently? Uh, up to you. I don't think I would have done much differently. Um. I believe that if I got the traction I have now, whenever I was at a younger age, mentally, I would not be there to adapt to it or like understand it. Um, because like whether they want to admit it or not, like getting traction on a video is really, really euphoric. Yeah. At the exact same time. It's a lot to adjust to. Like now I've had um, like 200,000 people hear me, hear me talk and watch me. 
And that's fucking nuts to think about. Like, it's fucking bonkers, dog. And, I, I, uh, and I've looked in the mirror and I've, like, thought, do I really want this? And I came to the conclusion I do. Yeah. Like, it's one thing to think about, like, a goal. But it's another thing to actually get there. And then mm. decide it's not what you want. Granted, I haven't gotten to my goal yet. Yeah. And I most likely won't for a while. But I'll keep trying to get there. Oh, but I'm glad I've made the evaluation beforehand. So I know what yeah. I want to do. That's fair, because that's if fair. I got that when I was younger, I would I would be fucking shit myself. If I didn't have a direction when I was younger, and I yeah. made, like, critical critique uh, my fucking gaming videos back then, my channel would likely be dead on arrival. Yeah. But, like, having the age and having the experience has given me the ability to hone down what I want to do. Mm. Yeah. Which I'm happy about. Um, if I would have changed one thing, I would have stopped earlier making content about, like, commentary. And I would have went sooner into media. Mm. Uh, that I would have worked harder and taken advantage of trends more. Because, like, trends are really, really good. Like, really, really good. But there's a uh, voice crack. There's like a double edged sword to it. Um, you can do like a trend video, again, love you. it just fucking murders your channel, or you can do a trendy video and then use it to um, amplify your own content. Yeah, that's what Dream did with his PewDiePie videos back in the day. Yeah, I remember those. I didn't realize that was fucking Dream. And I, I like, that... I wanted no, to emulate that with an iceberg video. I wanted to emulate that with my iceberg video, video and then use that momentum to get my other shit to pop off, which thankfully happened. And we're going to try to do it again and again and again and again and again. Yeah. And that's how you win. It's good mentality. Um, wow. Alternatively, alternatively um, like you can make a trendy video or do videos and trends like Among Us at 3am or like an iceberg video. You can dedicate your your entire channel to iceberg videos, and whenever that trend dies, what do you have left? Yeah. Like nothing, or very little. That's like, what you have to do is use a trend to get attention to your to yourself, and then use that use that attention to amplify your own shit. That's like how I think of it. Yeah, a lot of creators don't get that, and then ends up killing their. They'll focus too much on one thing. Yeah, and your motivation, like, you have to know what you want to do before you do it. Yeah. Because you never know what path you're going to go down, and you're going to fuck everything up. Um, yeah. Like, I had a friend, like, when I talk about him, you'll know who I'm mentioning. Yeah. Um, But he made a video on, like, Discord predators, predators and all. Oh, yeah. And, like, I'm not going to disrespect him, but, like, making that video blow up, but it had a negative impact overall because it meant that a lot of his subs were like entirely oh, yeah, I uh them. Yeah, a lot of them a lot of his subs were content. based around that type of content that he didn't want to make a lot of them were asking for more of that type of video yeah which if you're not passionate 
about the stuff that made Very you blow up, and you've dropped the fuck, and you've dropped the ball, which is really fucking lame, because YouTube doesn't tell you that. You only get that from, um, you only get that experience whenever you watch other people do it, and then they mm. fuck up, and you know not, not to do that. But then it all brings back to the reinventor retire mentality. Yeah. Like, I thought my channel was fucking dead uh, March 2020. And I may have well have been. Um, because I was getting, like, what? Like, 50 views a day for a channel with, like, 1.9k subs. Like, that's abysmal. Like, yeah. Really, really bad. Um, But I decided to reinvent what I did and pivot direction mm. and initially that was fucking abysmal to watch like I made a video on Phineas and Ferb in like March 2020 and I'll get up how that did um like right now because and it did not do very well the Marvel crossover one right the Marvel one yeah like I made a Marvel video in March 2020 that was like the very I was like the first direction shift I did that I put a lot of effort into and it got like uh like yeah. 80 views in the first day jeez which is really fucking sad considering like months before that I got like 500 in a day I got 500 in a day from Drake yeah but you have to take into account, um, if a video doesn't do well initially, it's one for the portfolio. And the more you build your portfolio, the more you're going to bolster up your video catalog. And then when one video does pop off, it'll just have a... Yeah. Like, if a, video doesn't, if a video doesn't do well, it might in the future. And that chance of might, or... That chance of might is so fucking, like, so optimistic and mm. such a good vibe. That's a, it's a good mentality to have, to be fair. It ties back to, like, the entire thing of, like, um, like, you don't feel you learn. If you feel you learn from that and then pivot, um, like, an example, I made that Phineas and Ferb video. And then I believe, like, straight after that one, I made the new guy video, which kind of popped off. I got, like, 2K in the first five days, which was really good. Or <laughs> My voice is dying. I got, like, 2K in the first week. And then that kind of gave me the uh, the motivation to keep going. Because I felt my channel was dead before that. Um, yeah. It all ties back. It all ties back to reinvent and retire. Like, really? It does? Like, fuck. Mm. Here's an on-ball question. What's your favorite Family Guy episode? I really, really yeah. like... Uh, Road to the North Pole. Mm. Or I really, really like the episode uh, Y2K. Or, like, the episode... Um, Chewie kills Lewis. Lewis kills Chewie. Like, they're bangers. Fucking, oh. 
They're Both really good episodes. Like one of the most memorable Family Guy episodes, in my opinion. I remember that oh, one. Me and my dad would watch that shit at Christmas time, and it was it was a fucking vibe. Whenever I, was like, whenever I was like a really really young kid, like dog, mm. fuck. It's very good. Um, what what's the oh. best piece of advice you could give? To, oh, actually, wait, go on. I'm um, like, coming back to the whole video thing. Like, I made that uh, road to the North Pole video back in December 2020. Yeah. Um, and it performed like shit. Did really really bad. However, you don't become demotivated because of that video. Um, it's just another one for the portfolio. Yeah. And it'll grow over time. Like it's fine. Like be patient. Anyway, what are you talking about? Uh, next question. <laughs> the best piece of advice you could give to a an up a new YouTuber. I think this is a good question, considering you've recently hit 10k. Yeah, I looked at my uh, channel like this time last month. I was on six point six point nine k. Jesus. Um, I am not almost eleven. I'm not experienced right now. I'm quite new myself to like YouTube. As in, ever since switching content, I've been learning every single video. Yeah, almost like a fresh. Um, like fresh I consider thing. the. Phineas and Ferb video like a new start for me like dead ass mm. it was like a new beginning um what I've learned is that be patient and be consistent and if you fuck up or like you if you feel like it's only temporary yeah just like how a win's temporary like don't uh don't take anything for granted because it can be taken away from you in a fucking second yeah uh, what's your favorite part of doing what you're doing now? I like the comments and stuff. Like whenever I upload, I get like comments and I recognize people commenting, and it's like, yeah. hi. Uh, I don't, I don't talk to them like a friend, but like, I recognize them. Like we know each other a bit. We've got like a bit of a uh, rapport going on. Mm. I don't know. I like talking to people and developing a relationship. Relationship isn't like friendship, not like that's weird. <laughs> also, the community tab on YouTube is really fucking fun. Yeah. Like I shit post on there, and I got like a hundred likes. It's it's really cool. What uh, what's the requirements to get the story feature? Actually, ten k, but you have to wait like four weeks you? for it to come up. That's but like big. when I get that feature, oh, the amount of shit posts I'll make. Fucking golden. Holy shit. That'll be golden. Uh, what's your least favorite part of what you're doing now? Uh, probably um, editing audio, recording audio. Like finding time to do stuff. Yeah. School. Like it's not part of YouTube, but it affects me doing YouTube, which is really fucking annoying. Hmm. Like, you follow my private Twitter. I'm yeah. constantly ranting about fucking schoolwork. Like, constantly. Like, you'd be doing well one day, and then school comes in and fucking That's smacks you back and back and forth to make you do work. And it's like, fuck off! Yeah. 
I get that. Like school's been gradually impeding on your personal life. Like for me, uh, with school, like it's becoming more and more intrusive to where I can't do what I want to do in my free time. Hmm. And the thing is, like, whenever you do school on YouTube and like sports and like driving and all this shit, right? You have the little time you have left to yourself, or like you're, like you're gonna be fucking resting. Yeah. You don't you don't have fucking a hundred hours in every day. You can't do that much in one day. I can do like school one day, YouTube the other, and then sleep, and then do the exact same thing over and over again. Like it's gone even so bad to the point where I'd bring in my laptop. I would bring in my laptop to school to edit audio, like and yeah. edit video, and then that's an entire other kind of beans I won't. Ooh, that's an entire other kind of beans I'm getting into. Hmm. Like fuck yeah. me, dog. The amount of pressure you have to do work is insane. It's very odd. There's a standard as well that you're expected to meet. Okay, I'm with like school. Um like you study for an exam that you're not guaranteed to do to do well on. Mm. Whereas with YouTube, you kind of typically get instant feedback in how you're doing and you know where to improve for next time yeah i know what went wrong with an exam with like school like i would do um i had my gcse in 2019 where did gcse maths right um i got an a in my maths in 2019 before covid all kicked off right you only get a grade where you only get a number yeah. back you don't know where you went wrong nor do you know how to improve and there isn't good enough feedback on an exam sheet to tell you where you have to improve whereas with youtube you get like almost instant feedback it almost instantly tells you where you went wrong not tells you as in like oh gives you like a big fucking wall of text right it gives you metrics to look at to see where you yeah. fucked up to see where you fucked up and where you can improve for next time whereas with school you have to study so many fucking variables and i know it's a similar thing with youtube in that you can work for fucking eons on a video but if you don't work smart you work hard you can still fuck up and get a video that, that doesn't do well but school, yeah you can do one exam and fuck up and get a fail and then that'll be your that'll be like the direction of your life changed like completely Whereas with YouTube, it's much more liberal in that you can make a video, fuck up, and then learn from it, and then pivot, and then move and win, ultimately. Whereas with, like, school, like, if you fuck up on, on an uh, I can't talk. If you fuck up on an exam, like, you're kind of fucked up for a while, like, a mm. long time. Not sure. But, uh, Scooby kind of cringe, anyone. Uh, uh, what would you say? Who would you say is your favorite YouTuber? It's such a pretentious Who would you say would be your favorite YouTuber? Attica, probably. I agree with that. Um, it's a good choice. Like, I wanted to do streaming back in 2017, 2016, but I'm not like the type of person for it. Um, I was watching Attica from 2014 
I watched mm. everything he fucking did. Like, everything. Yeah. Um, and I followed him until the very end. Um, like, he was so talented. He yeah. did his own graphic shit. He did his own editing. Like, oh. Like, people nowadays on YouTube aren't that skilled compared to Etika. Like, yeah. a lot of people on YouTube will, outs will outsource their stuff to other people, like art, editing, and to an extent I understand they want to do that. But I respect it so much more whenever a YouTuber edits their own stuff and makes their own yeah. stuff and draws their own stuff, which is what I try to do in my own content. And, like, I got into graphic design from Attica. Yeah, his graphics were really fucking good. He was really, really fucking good at graphic art or graphic design. The very icon. Which is what I learned well. from. His fuck, uh, Etika World Nation. Etika World Network. Network, yeah. Like, <laughs> uh, like, my channel was uh, inspired by that name. Hmm. Like, Etika had Etika World Network, three words. I had my channel, Andrew in general. It was a very nice connection, but I still felt like it was kind of similar. Additionally, yeah. like in general, World Network, like World Network is a really broad umbrella. In general, is like a funny, fun. It's like a funny term. Yeah. Like, you talk about some. You talk about something in general. Like I don't know. Yeah. It's Andrew IG now, but like back then, like that's my people main inspiration. Who people who didn't know there was in general is kind of fucking fun. Who inspires you? In, uh, inspires me. Or who that's inspired a, you? Uh, that's a that's a fucking packed question because a lot of things inspire me regarding YouTube. Uh, mostly, like, on. I'd say a big factor would be the people that surround my group, because you know, seeing like a lot me. of what in, like you, not to gas you up, fringe baby, but like uh, people around me that make content, it kind of inspires what I do because it can. I don't know. It's like people vastly improving. If you look at someone like Geetoons who. Uh, started like start of 2020 arguably I'd compare it to what I made in like 2016 but like a, a good bit better like he's fucking mm -hmm. because of the criticism he received back then he fucking cultivated and made better content yeah the result that's how you win that's how you win indeed so sh shit like that uh if I was to think of a big youtuber uh recently I'd say fucking dream is a pretty good example of taking of getting to like he fucking no pun intended fucking speed round the fucking getting to the top because he was no he was a nobody back in what 20s 2017 20, 2016. oh he, he had like under 1k at that point yeah if you look at like i know there's a lot of like youtube uh things showing like people's growth on like a video for little charge fucking speed run yeah the fucking moving chair <sighs> he fucking went really fast I like Jayshlot too. Jayshlot's good. Uh, I think he's. I think the best example of Jayshlot would have to be would have to be the weekly slot. I really like that, and I uh... semi-inspired what I do, but I think that's a yeah. good series. I loved his main channel, like the original main channel. Yeah, for like live stream Minecraft. Like, was really good. Really, it's like video essays and all. I'm sure you've yeah. watched him. I watched um, his Mario Kart and uh, Minecraft ones. They're really good. Like, my humor is kind of 
similar to his humor. Like, kind of isn't like very, very loosely similar. Yeah. Like, that's like not due to me like copying him. It's more like I was kind of like that anyways, and he kind of allowed me to express myself more. Yeah. If that makes any sense. And like, um, with Trim, I'm like an avid, or like I'm kind of, or used to be anyway, I was an avid Dream defender. Because like, whether you want to uh, shit him on or not, right? Yeah. That man's rise to start, or that man's rise was fucking astronomically impressive. Like, I believe a lot of luck was involved in making him blow up. But at the exact same time, um, like, hard, like, the more you work, or no, um, it's a saying, right? Um, oh, what's the, I need to get it up, actually. There's a really popular saying, which I think uh, crosses with Dream, like, really well. Uh, Alright, saying is, luck is when preparation meets opportunity. Mm. I think Dream uh, is defined by that to a T. Because Dream was prepared. As in, he, st he studied the algorithm. And he knew yeah. where to move. And then the opportunity came in PewDiePie. And he took that opportunity. To do something like Dream is a dream. Like, ha 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 ha. Yeah. Or like, uh, be that intelligent. Like, people shit on him. But he had the work ethic to back it up as well. And he obviously yeah. knew what he was fucking doing. And despite me not liking Dream that much because of what he's done on like Twitter and all and like kind of acts a bit brash and arrogant the whole time, right? He's a yep. really, really, really fucking good marketer. And yeah, he can sell really himself really, really well. Like dead ass, I, I I respect him a lot for it. I think he helped bring a lot of uh creators up as well. Yeah, the Dream the Dream like, SP too. It kind of re it kind of uh boosted a lot of creators to where they are now. Almost yeah, like I think Minecraft that. got like um mega 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 fucking big. Cause it got dream. big after SMP Live, really. It did, but it got it only got the big, big, big boost dream. after Dream Dream SMP. Yeah. I see a lot of people shit on Dream and I can get it to an extent with uh because I think he I think he doesn't think when he's on Twitter, it's really dumb. He says a lot of dumb shit, and he I think oh, he apologizes true. pretty much. He's like, let me check. Actually, I think he's twenty-one, but I'm not sure. Dream age, yeah, twenty-one. With all due respect to Dream, right? Um, like he's brash, arrogant, so on, and so forth, right? If you were in that exact situation. Yeah. You're almost guaranteed to be way fucking worse off. Like, no offense, like, it was what I mentioned earlier all about, uh, looking in the mirror and telling, telling yeah. yourself, is this what I want? And, like, actually knowing what you want to do with what you do online. I can guarantee you that Dream shits himself every fucking minute of every day. Because yeah. he's going to be held across like, every fucking thing. He's been on the fucking, he's been on, he's... Think of it this way, it's kind of like a John Tw fucking John Swan type beat. He's been on the internet for like so fucking long. So like he's been there since like what 2016 making like content that didn't blow up. So 
he's had to have done some fuck uh, like fuck ups in between that. So there's a worry there that that could be brought to a forefront to like he's fucking he's like what twenty mil now, over twenty mil. Twenty three. Yeah, he's fucking getting so much subs, but um, wow. like there has to be a worry there that's dumb shit he's done like fucking years on with people because. There's a weird fucking culture now of bringing up like really old shit. And it's done good and it's done bad. I don't know, like in general, I think calling people account for like shit that happened way, way long ago is really invalid. It must be really surreal as well. Like I've had shit that, that I've done when I was, whenever I was younger and like Same. I've held account to it like even now. Obviously, but it's like no offense, right? Yeah, but I do not need like random people who don't know me to hold me accountable for shit I know was wrong. Yeah, there's a reason why I tried to change myself after I did that. Like, I'm not mm. gonna, I'm not the same person I was whenever I was that age, and nor should I be. Because if you are like that, something's like genuinely fucked up. Now, obviously, obviously, it depends on what you do wrong. But I think generally, if you fuck up, most people learn from it. Yeah. I don't think it's fair to hold people accountable for like stupid shit they did whenever they were like a teenager. Um, nice. Whenever there are people with like genuinely fucked up. Whenever people have done. When people, I can't fucking talk, I'm too tired. Whenever people have done genuinely fucked up shit, like really fucked up shit, and they don't yeah. get held to the same level of account. I think the best example of that would be like uh, James Charles and like Carson to an extent. Mm. Although like I'm kind of mixed on Carson myself. I think it's a bit weird, uh, the whole Carson thing, because it's such a hard thing. It's such a weird thing to talk about because... Uh, I think it's less to do with the age. Power dynamic or dynamic. Yeah. But, but like, then again, that's really hard to explain. Every relationship is called a power dynamic. Yeah. Um, there's usually the smart one and the dumb one. There's usually the, uh, the rich one and the like less well off one. Like, there's yeah. always a power dynamic. Like, there's usually, uh, people date whenever they work together and all like. That always happens in one way or another, like a physically stronger part dynamic, an intellectual dynamic, and like an emotional gap. Like I think Carson, what he did, what he did was fucked. Um, but I believe the real bad thing he did was like sending sending nudes to a seventeen year old. Yeah, my voice is gone. Um. Like, a power dynamic is understandable whenever you're that big. And then whenever you take that into account and note down that he was, um, like, dating a 17-year-old, which is usually normal, but for someone of his size to be using that to, uh, what's the word, like, leverage his dating life, I don't know. Yeah. That's where I kind of am skeptical towards the entire thing. Because, like, I would never think of dating someone who watches me on YouTube. That's yeah, fucked up. Weird. Like sometimes in a workplace, um a lot of 
and that's a power dynamic yeah but it's so different whenever you've got someone who develops a parasocial relationship and becomes in contact via that that is so different yeah. that is so different and so fucked I don't know. I think Carson's, there must have been, there must have been more stuff. I think there must have been something else if, for like almost everyone in his circle to leave him, like as fast as they did. Yeah, dead ass. You know. I don't know how he's gonna come back either. He made that tweet recently, but like he did. But like, for him to come back, he would have to change what he did, because, um, like. He's got less friends now. Way less. Like, uh, Way, like fucking everyone cut contact with him. Fucking shit. Like, like, what's like, he gonna all do? Of them yeah. That was really like, I don't think so I don't think Carson well. is out on his own. Like no offense to him. Like I'm not wrong. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That fall of Blunchbob was so fucking weird to watch. Because it was clear that people were leaving him way before the shit even became public. Like a lot of yeah. people. Like fucking Charlie Slamsicle or whatever. That whole group. And Noah, uh, what's his name? Fucking uh, Hugbox. I think that's his name, right? Was like making vague tweets about it. Before it had become, er, come to light. For playoff. Mm. But... Uh, even I know he, I know he like kind of got a semi different friend group before the like, but he was like very separated from like, I think the only people he had remained friends with really before it became public were like Schlatt and uh, Ted Nivison. And then, yeah, because I know he did a collab with Jade and Animations, and that's since and gone. that got taken down like the day after it came out, yeah. And they put a lot of work into that, I mean, like a lot of work. fucking insane. It's like kind of. I don't. I don't see him go. coming back. I think he might, but he's gonna leave after. He's not gonna get a lot of uh, positive reception. It'd be hard for him. It'd be hard for him. Like I think. And it's it's a, it's upsetting as well because he was a genuinely fun kind of funny. Career. And I thought. Uh, I thought he's he still making pretty... good money. Yeah. Like he got. Uh... Two hundred or two million in the past thirty days, like fair fuck, fair play. Yeah, his videos are really good. But I, like, I don't watching. Think, I, I don't think. I don't think I could see him in the same light after that whole thing. No, you can't. It's fucking weird. Watch. Like I tried watching. It one gives of his, his jokes videos. a weirder vibe. Yeah. Really fucking weird. But it's. uh I'm uh, going to go to the toilet. I'm going to get back. Yeah, go on. Take your piss. While Andrew is gone, I'll do a bit of plug-in. Okay. I got my Twitch. Dylan Doodle Live. I do Twitch streams and shit. Um. Bro. Um. What else do I do? I do YouTube. Dylan Doodle. Uploading videos pretty frequently. Check him out. I got some good ones. I admitted it in a fucking Incredibles video recently. It's pretty banger. Uh, check out my Instagram. Dylan Doodle. I think it's just Dylan Doodle. Got some bangers on there. Uh, check out my fucking uh, Twitter, Dylan Doodle underscore. Uh, I make banger tweets. I also make art on there. Pretty swag. Um, 
Yeah, this, uh, well, Andrew's gone. I'll do a bit of plug-in for Andrew. Check out our, our fucking guest today, Andrew, while he's gone to the bathroom. Check out his channel, Andrew IG. Makes bangers. He also has his Twitter, Andrew IG as well. Uh, yeah, check him out, I suppose. Hope you're all having a great podcast so far. While we're waiting for Andrew to come back. I have Starbucks in front of me right now. It's pretty based. Um, what else? Yo, we've actually been recording for almost like, I think two hours. That's kind of cool. I think it has been two hours. I'm not sure. But we're going for four, I think. So it might end up being three, but we're going for four. Um, hello, audience. There is an audience. Hello. Oh, shit. You're going to close the door. But yeah, um, that was, uh, what was I saying? It's weird seeing people defend them as well. I return. Weird seeing people defend Carson as well. Um, yeah, I, I don't defend him in that. I think what he did was fucked up. I think he's really socially awkward, which isn't defended either. Like, yeah. You can kind of tell he's just fucking weird. <laughs> but like that was his appeal. But before yeah. the entire thing came out, it was more like um innocuous. But then after everything came out, it was more like creepy weird, you know? Yeah. It's like good on... to see his members though. Like a lot of it's weird to, uh like he he associated him uh himself a lot with the lunch club members, but it's weird to see how like half of them like really uh, propelled themselves and the other half really haven't a lot of the yeah. members don't even fucking stream any like uh, one of my favorite members was Travis doesn't stream anymore he tweets but that's about it it's fucking weird like uh, my fucking Carson also had like a hundred hours in a pregnancy game like a oh, 14 year old no. pregnancy game do you remember God. that I remember, I think I heard about that after the whole thing came Yeah, forward. it's pretty like, fucking weird. Weird. That's fucking weird. It just fucking puts a new light on them. It's fucking weird. I think with YouTube, there are people who deserve to have a platform, and those who don't. I think if you've done fucked up shit past you, for your best to change. Um... I don't know, it varies depending on the action. Yeah. But then, there's such a large degree of uh, discretion, discrepancy, between like, making a stupid fucking tweet, or like, hitting someone you shouldn't have. Like, both are so fucking different. Yeah. Like, with like I believe, if you date someone you shouldn't be dating, and you're, I think that opportunity revoked instantly. Yeah, it shows um, a lack of uh, strength. Self-control. Self-control. That's fucking disgusting. Oh my fuck. Ugh. Ugh. Anyway. Um, but with like, if you weird. fuck up as in like, do a stupid fucking thing when you're younger. You make a dumb tweet when you're like fucking 16, 17. Like, I'll use the example of Logan Paul. Like Logan Paul, he did really, really fucking bad. But he did not do like a twit longer. And like try to come back. He waited like it, two months yeah. and came back. And then fought Raised his way back to redemption. Yeah, like he... Made that documentary thing. He used actions and not words. Like, I think... I don't know. It's hard. Yeah. 
there's a lot of unknowns on youtube and it keeps fucking changing which is so intriguing but at the exact same time it's so fucking stressful to think about yeah. i don't know but uh i think uh like fuck stuff like i fucking love jay Schlott and his content i think it's i haven't watched a lot of his i've not i haven't watched any of his recent stuff recently uh i think the jokes that he makes sometimes can be a bit extreme he kind of needs to especially that fucking jackbox video i believe that jay Schlott. He's a bit of a troll, you know? Yeah. Like, he knows for a fact that unless he does something that's, like, way too fucked up, he's not gonna get... He tests the waters, I think is the best way to put it. He does test the waters way too fucking often. Yeah. And I think that dream, he... keeps... He'd have a drama, or he'd have, like, drama. Yeah. And then he'd unintentionally poke it again. Like, mm. with that music video, he, like, he tweeted uh, about rap, and then yeah. straight after apologized to black people. It's like, what? Yeah, like, <laughs> uh, just came <laughs> off with any fucking rap. What the fuck are you arguing against? Like, who, what? Anyway. It's like, oh, no. Like, I think Dream, like, Dream is more self-imposed fucking idiocy. Yeah. Jay Schlott is more, like... I think Dream just fucking uh, cowards. Dream is, like, unintentional. Dream unintentionally does stupid shit. Schlott, like... He's intentionally fucking yeah. poking a bear to get a reaction. And he doesn't fucking apologize, which is much more respectful than Dream. Yeah. Like, you want a motherfucker with a backbone. If mm. you don't have a backbone, if you then like, backbone, shit gonna... Like, it's gonna get to a point where he's gonna be apologizing for like, really mundane shit. He already fucking has with that. Yeah, but it's gonna get fucking beat. worse if he, keeps, if he keeps it up. Like, it's gonna get to a point where creators are gonna be apologizing for really dumb shit. And it's gonna be like, Dog, oh. and then fucking Tommy and it got... Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. He got cancelled for being a Jay Schlott fan, I think. Yeah, something. he made it. Know. Essentially what happened is he was streaming. And, he's uh, way to therapy now, isn't he? Fuck. Yeah, he's going to therapy. I think he was... Uh, he made a stream about that. He was just saying that it wasn't about stands or whatever. But uh, I think what was fucked up is people were me. So, he made a stream essentially where he was fucking playing 1.17 Minecraft. And uh, he started speaking about Schlott's uh, weekly slap content and like oh, uh, recommending it. And then Stans got fucking pissed at him and started. I think they trended uh, Tommy Neg. Tommy Neg? Yeah, so like negative shit about Tommy. And they just started saying how he was a uh, fucking hurt. He was hurting the black community by being friends with Jay Schlott. Uh, and then I think he brought up. That he goes to therapy in that stream. And what was kind of fucked up is people were being like, oh, he's not a victim, so he doesn't deserve therapy. Like, that's kind of fucked up to say. So, uh, end up take. I think he's, after that whole thing, he started. He took a break from Twitter, and he doesn't want to use it anymore. Which I think that's a good fucking plan. That's fair enough. That's fair enough. But, like, uh, like that whole shit's so fucked up. I think, uh, Tobo got the shit as well. Uh, he said. Uh, he made it it's so fucking dumb he made a tweet being like down saying something was down bad and people got pissed at him because he was using uh, that's really I fucking like our age isn't tub like our age yeah he's literally like uh a bit older than us 
couple of months. Epic. Like, you wouldn't want the following at that age. Yeah. Like, you wouldn't want that large of a, of a following. I don't think I you would. I can imagine that, that takes a fucking toll on someone to think that there's, like, millions of people watching every fucking move you do. If you fuck up I kind of feel pressured in that I can't act stuff. Like, right now. Yeah. With, like, 10k, like, like 700 followers, but, like, I can only imagine how much worse it would be. If you had, like, 100k I mean, it's like or a million. A months younger than us. Can't imagine what it feels like that. Like fucking tens of millions of people watching like everything you do, and like if you dog, fuck up, if you say like the slightest wrong thing, they'll fucking rip into you. Yeah. Like for Tommy, I can guarantee you he like has a private account where like he rants about everything. Yeah. Like every every content creator has a private account. Like everyone, I can guarantee you. Because it's unfair to imagine tweeting all your thoughts on like a public account under your name because you're gonna get scrutinized for any and everything i feel sympathy for tommy mainly because he's trying like he said on multiple occasions that he's trying to educate himself on issues such as uh uh fucking the lgbtq uh community and shit like that and then he's trying to like he's constantly educating himself on these things that people tell him to but people still rip into him for it being like oh you don't know this and shit and he's fucking, he's like, he literally only recently turned 17. It's kind of unfair to do something like that. I think the most annoying fucking part is how, uh, like, Minecraft Twitter preaches, like, diversity. And, like, um, like, racial equality. And then all they talk about is white, white British men playing Minecraft. Exactly. Like, they preach about how, like, how fucking racist and how undeserving these people are of a platform. How many, yeah, like, won't, won't go support. Uh, everyone in the Dream SMP is white bar, like, Quackity. I think it's just Quackity and uh, Punk. Uh, actually, I think that's it. Holy shit. Yeah, I think like, that is really... it. Everyone's white. Dog, and then, oh my god. Oh. And then they don't go and sit. Like, if they really want to, like, preach what they preach i don't know if if they really truly think that people like tommy and are racist undeserving people of a platform then i think they should go support people that they think are deserving of a platform instead of supporting someone who they think is not deserving of one it's so fucking dumb like they'll praise him one minute and then shit on him the next and saying he deserves nothing and it's like tyranny of the majority Dylan. tyranny of the majority but like so cringe uh what did you think of the whole uh dream supposed docs thing uh i don't I approve of really doxing someone i thought it was kind of fucked but that's just me i think it's fucked too um if it is real which i don't entirely know no, i think it's very strange how it was, fake, dream. On his, uh, it was oh. confirmed fake on his private account well, if it was real like i think it was very strange in his strange. end that he would at perpetuate like the body type Twitter gave him like a really attractive, sleek, blonde, blonde. I wouldn't even like at that point. I wouldn't give him that. Like if it was if it was him, uh, if he didn't have done that thing with Mr. Beast where he was in the fucking outfit, then uh, I wouldn't have been saying that because mostly that that whole 
body type is perpetuated by like fanner and shit but it's if that was real then he would have brought it on if it was real if it was real and dream got a model for that <clears throat> if it was real and dream got a model for that video i would think it's very very uh toxic it's in general yeah it's it's very toxic is it perpetuates like, a lot of twitter avatars are like youtube avatars have like a really skinny like dude like muscular yeah. and then have like the actual person be like not like that i don't know like of course it's your oc mm. but it's weird whenever you present yourself like a different way or it's like vaguely you like for my little like avatar guy i tried to make it like like me yeah sort of like really really similar like in real life i'm skinny yeah. Like skinny isn't like white boy and like gamer skinny. Getting dream SMP type beat. On the avatar, like kind of same thing. Yeah. Um but if Dream was that dog's photo, which is a different body type, which I'm not talking down on by the way. Um it's a really negative thing to push to your audience that like you're one you're one but you look the other. Mm. I don't know. I'm glad it was fake. All the while all the while he kind of uh all the while that was happening, he kind of like slowly, like, pushed the dream not the dream not fine ship. Yeah, which is really weird and sexual towards like his predominantly child audience, which I don't know. Very weird conversation. However, at the end of the day, I, I initially, I initially found it like sort of funny, but like I wouldn't tweet about it or like talk about it publicly because I know it's fucked up. Yeah, but like. Uh, I know that, like, very well. Um, but, like, some things are really, really depressing to watch. Like, Twitter, I think Dream gets hunted relentlessly. A lot of the claims aren't even, aren't even substantiated. Like, the John Swan claim. No offense to John Swan, but, like, I don't think you should be allowed back on YouTube after you make that. Yeah, I'm the fucking commentary community fucking excused them so fucking fast, even though they, he literally threw them under the bus just to one-up dream. Yeah. Um. It's annoying to look at. I think dream has done plenty of wrong. There's a lot you can. There's nothing dream. worse than like. Never there's nothing worse dream. than holding dream. Sorry, go ahead. There's a lot you can criticize dream for, but I think a majority of Twitter criticize him for the wrong reasons. There's a lot you can talk about. Um, I think that holding Dream to one level of accountability and then holding another creator to another level of accountability is really fucked up. Yeah. Um, but that's not really the fault of Twitter. It's more the fault of who you surround yourself with. Like with John yeah. Swan, like the commentary community failed to hold him to the same standard they would Dream. Whereas they would shit on Dream like 24-7 because of Dream, like just him. Because he's but dreaming. with John Swan, they were a lot more able to accept the downfall he made, despite it being like 50 times worse than anything Dream has done. Yeah, he literally just... Like, I don't think Dream has done himself any favors, like, but... Oh, fuck. I don't... Dream's a fucking strange... He hasn't done himself any favors by what he does, but at the end of the day, I'd rather have him with 23 million followers than I would have John Swan. Yeah. 
Bruh, what was I gonna say about Dream? Fuck. I think he's a I think he's a decent creator. I just think he apologizes a bit too much for sh stupid shit that ends up making. Well, like him look to worse. be fair, to Dream, if you're that big and you're 21 and you're getting hold to that level of accountability, like no one else in the world has your level of uh, influence. Like not even Logan Paul or like Jake yeah, Paul or like my fucking. To be fair to him, that's his first like proper burst of. Well, it's his second burst of popularity. The first would have been the PewDiePie videos. So he doesn't if have you're that, that large and you're that him. young, if you're that large and you're that young, it, it's a recipe for disaster. Mm. Like I talked about getting 10 k at the age of 17 and that like affected me, like thinking. Imagine I can only, I can only fuck. I can only fucking imagine how big of a toll it would take having 10 million. Or 20 million? Like, fuck. That's fucking nuts, dog. It's so weird how they th uh, a lot of people expect fucking Minecraft YouTubers to be talking about real-world events. And if they aren't, then they're considered, like, fucking racist, homophobic. All that shit. It's so fucking dumb. Like, I think there's a certain level where, yeah, it'd be great if a creator brought it up, but, like, you don't need your fucking favorite creator to talk about an issue. Uh, I share a slightly similar similar thought to that, except I believe if you're in a position where you don't have to talk about politics on your, like, uh, platform, you live a good life. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't talk about much politics in my account. Again, I'm a different to Dream, Tommy Anna, etc. Um, however, I hold the belief that if you don't know about something, or like you, you don't know talk. enough about it to where you can talk about it, you shouldn't talk about it because you're uneducated and you don't entirely know what you're talking about. Talking about, um, but like generally, if you know, you should use your platform for good. Yeah. I know Technoblade recently got into shit. I think because he made a Hitler joke like fucking years ago. I heard about that. Technobody was pretty edgy, I thought. Yeah, he was pretty edgy. Especially on Twitter. Oh, no. Do you know who the was edgy end. that I did not expect? What? Fucking Drew Gooden. Oh, I the really Asian was... tweet? I love Drew Gooden. Yeah, I fucking love him as well. They're like, what the fuck? Okay, no offense to, like, Drew, me. right? But, like, 2016, that was, like, iDubbbz. That was, like, my fucking... Yeah, to be fair. Like the entire internet, the entire internet was a fucking cesspool of dog shit. You, I believe I dubs his filthy Frank I dubs that entire group has set the internet back, or like set back teenagers culturally. Like he set back yeah. teenagers culturally, like, culturally like ten years, like at least. Uh, the edge of humor. Um, for that, you have to be an age where you know. It's satire, and you shouldn't emulate it in real life. Yeah. But whenever I was like eleven, you don't fucking know better. Yeah, you better. Yeah, you really like you watch it, it and and then you do it in real life and it'd be like, ha 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 ha, it's funny. But then you look back at it and you're like, yeah, that's for almost like every time of every type of yeah form of content creation. Or that is a true for edgy content. Yeah. Which is why there's a really fine line. 
um because i do acknowledge that if you make edgy content no matter how much you label it as satire like if a young impressionable audience watches it there is always that chance that they will become susceptible to like like yeah that behavior um i i did with filthy frank i, I dubs like i will find it to the end back in 2016 fucking dumb shit when i was 13 a lot of dumb shit like no offense right but if you said the n-word back in 2016 it was really 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 fucked up but when everyone around you is doing it as well yeah it doesn't seem that bad however i do not have the same sympathy towards anyone who has lived through 2020 and the whole um uh, mass education of like black lives matter and like yeah, george Floyd's entire situation i don't have that same sympathy towards anyone who's lived through that and like watched it and read up on it and still uses to you or like who still uses that word in the uh same joking context because it's different now than it was back then that was yeah it's very almost everyone is educated about it and that's the entire fucking that's the entire thing with uh being educated and uneducated like no matter the context back in 2016 it was fucked up shouldn't have used that word yeah but everyone like most of the population was uneducated and for me and you i can guarantee you we were like what 13 14 yeah i'm sorry but most kids that age are fucking stupid yeah that's true they're impressionable and i can guarantee you there's kids now that do the exact same thing but the opposite for like dream like dream twitter yeah like most of them probably aren't they're probably uh shaped by twitter whereas we were shaped by twitter but back then when yeah. everything was more edgy true that's actually um, pretty true. like it's a circle of life like i uh you can be held you can hold you can hold someone accountable for doing shit back then that wasn't good hmm. but i don't think it's fair to make them a to make them or like ruin their career over it yeah because you have to take into account context um when it was made like if you really if if true good had made that tweet in 2020 like it'd be different very different yeah but like Racial humor is normal back then. Mm. And like, I won't even lie. Like, uh, like watching KSI back in like 2013, 2014, like. Oh, yeah. If you look at like, his a humor lot is of also like really, like racially really charged fun. as well. Which is satire if you're his age. But if you're a fucking kid watching KSI, like, no offense to you, you're gonna learn some pretty. He, he, like, okay, bad... he literally had a song called, like, about. Uh, it was like a FIFA song. If I it was called like rape face or some shit like that shit yeah was not fucking no so he made like a lot of like chicken jokes and like watermelon jokes as well he also did a lot of like uh oh those fucking videos of him going up to women and shit like that shit a- has aged fucking terribly it has um like i think the black jokes i guess i made they're fine mm. but whenever like a group of young kids watch it like they're impressionable they're... to that to that humor yeah 
and they might not get that it's fucking bad. But, um... And I kind of applaud our generation on, like, becoming more aware of that issue. Like, uh, becoming more aware of, like, racial problems now in the world. But at the same time, it's like... There's no point in crying over spilt milk. Yeah. I don't know if I've become... I don't know if this is a hot take or not, but I think Leafy's ban was, like, almost 100% deserved. I share that exact same belief in that you could argue 2016 was a capsule it was like a product of the times yeah but then as time went on and changed twitter changed like people became more educated and stuff um and then for Leafy to come back and not change or adapt like shit one like that's your fucking fault. You got ostracized for that. Fuck yeah. it. Up. It, was against the, it was against the guidelines. Like, literally, new guidelines had come in. Very much targeted. Yeah, very much targeted his type of video. And then he came back and just bro broke the new rule. So I thought it was very justified. Yeah, it's, it's fucking stupid. Why, why would you poke the bear? And then whenever the bear bites you, you like start crying about it. It's like. Yeah. You know what you're fucking doing? You're you're playing with oh, that feeds you like what the fuck? Playing with fire at that point, like. But I think that was deserved. But I think a lot of the commentary community kind of uh tried to use it as a other another reason to go after you. Yeah. He was like a martyr. He was a quote unquote martyr because he got uh, suspended. Like oh fuck me. I am not the biggest Pokemon fan, but like I feel like they go after her for instances. Like she's uh gone after in a lot of instances for like really fucking lukewarm reasons. I believe that the commentary community will go after people and not take into account human error. Yeah. Because people do fuck up. It takes someone mentioning that to like get a change started. However, there is one thing pointing it out. And it's another making like a 10 minute, 20 minute video on it and then mm. monetizing it and then making more in the future. It's a cycle and YouTube can promote that behavior, which isn't good in the long run. It's like the H3 uh, fucking Keemstar shit that went on a, a couple of months back. Both, I think both sides are fucking moronic. Are you talking about last year? Yeah, the whole fucking content nuke shit. Fuck. Uh, I hold the belief that I think H3 and Keemstar are really bad people. Yeah, I think both of them are terrible. However, Keemstar, however, difference being Keemstar knows that. Whereas H3 doesn't. Yeah. And like I can guarantee you, no one watches Keemstar. Or like a lot of people a lot of people watch Keemstar not because he's a good person. But because they find him entertaining. Entertaining. Yeah. Which is a which is like understandable. Um watching someone does not equal equal endorsement 
of their actions yeah. and shit. Um, but H three, you can't with H H three. Um, you can't take the moral high ground, and then on the same token, do nearly equally as bad shit. I, I believe uh, Keemstar replied yeah. to that like sort of fairly. Yeah. Like okay. it kind of came out of left field. Like Keemstar was already a bad person. Like it wasn't. It wasn't unknown. Yeah. He doesn't try to hide that. H three H three. It was known that he was a bad person too, but he tried to come off like, like he was on the higher good. ground morally, when he obviously fucking wasn't. I don't know. I think it all ties back to taking your platform for granted. Mm. Like not thinking fully before you do, for, before you do something, being impulsive. Oh, there's so many fucking doo doo fart big creators, unfortunately. Yeah, but like at the same time, I think it takes a level of corruption to have the ability to get that big. Yeah, if you get me. Hmm. Um, like, you have to be a really good manipulator, manipulator, to get that big. I think, which obviously isn't good morally, but if you're trying to get big, it is good. Um, it's like that statistic where it comes out being like, you if you own a business, you're a sociopath, like a psychopath, like yeah. It's not good morally, but like. It, it's how they got there mm. and I believe it sets a bad precedent for the platform yeah some youtubers be mega cringe but uh Jesus we went on that for so long holy fuck we're really nailing through this man but uh, I'll, ask it, I'll, I'll throw another question in uh, uh what do you do about negative comments what do you think about negative comments that you okay number one right yeah whenever it comes to anything negative in life right you think about two to three things right mm. uh do you respect that person is that person valuable to you and number three are they in a position of authority to where you should take their comments harshly or not yeah um comments for me i wouldn't take a random comment that seriously unless it was in re repetition like if i was getting repeatedly called out for like something fucking stupid um i would take note of that and try to change it however if it's a one-off comment being like blah 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 xyz um you go through the check uh are they in an authoritative position do I respect them? Yeah. Like, are they close to me? And usually it's no, no, no. For like all three of them. Uh, so I wouldn't really, I wouldn't really take their comment uh, to heart. However, there are the odd times whenever, like a comment, like a random comment, can get you, get to you. But then, whenever that happens, you have to take into account, like. 
imagine everything I'm fucking getting, like comments being positive and people liking me. Like, uh, my gender swap video has, like, has, oh, voice crack. My gender swap video has got, like, 14,000 likes. Yeah. Dislikes in that video were 241. Um, so we're to think about. I'm gonna do like a ratio right now. So 14,000 divided by. Oh, 14,000 divided by. That's like 58 like, 58 likes for every dislike. That's like 59 likes for every dislike. And whenever you take into retrospective that a lot more people like you than they dislike you, yeah, it becomes easier to take uh another like powerful saying is like uh a brown speck on a white or a a brown speck in a clear window doesn't make the window dirty mm. but if you had a load of fucking brown specks in a window then it would be deemed dirty yeah because i had to create a variation in that I think, anyway. Uh, when you started out, were you embarrassed to tell people what you did? Uh, what you were doing? Uh, kind of. I think everyone has to take that leap of faith when it yeah. comes to making content online. Whether it be art, video, uh, podcasting. Telling people what you do, if you're new, it can have two ways to backfire. It depends how you tell them and when you tell them. If you're just starting out and you've got like no subs, uh, nothing, like I don't think it's worth telling anyone because it's not really worth noting. Yeah. Um, but like for me, when I've made about 20, 30 videos on stuff I'm passionate about, it is it's it's worth it more telling people because i've got a catalog built up and i've got a tiny following if you know what i mean yeah um, but you have to work and become confident enough to where you're not embarrassed because if you're embarrassed you're not proud of what you make and if you're not proud of what you make, you're not going to do well. That's what I've learned. That's like, good mentality. Confidence is everything mm. in life. If you're not That's confident, good. you're fucking duty butter. <laughs> uh, have you ever had any setbacks? And if so, what were some of them? Talking. I hate talking. Same. Talking to your camera. Ugh. Talking to a camera, talking to a microphone, talking to people, um, talking period. It's abysmal, I hate it. Um, partially, it's due to the accent. Partially, it's due to speaking in general and like not getting words out correctly or how I want to. Um, I find speaking pretty hard, but I'm trying to fix it over time, which is what you work towards over years of your life 
um setbacks and that family um school obviously yeah like during uh last year like last january um it might be oversharing but like my dad had cancer at that time mm. but then like it didn't it was a temporary setback yeah like i'm not one to let emotions get to me very much i can usually separate emotion from like pretty easily um and my dad having cancer was like it made you upset but after a while you adjust and pivot and then move i don't know that's a really like um it's a really unempathetic way to think about it yeah but like how it's life yeah it's a good way of thinking how to keep moving um yeah we move we move if you're not moving you're staying still like i learned that watching like my friends grow into like 2019 2018 like i was at one point i was at like 1.5k in 2018 watching my friends blow the fuck up and i felt so sad watching them all do really well and i was stagnant yeah and that wasn't because they were lucky like i initially blamed that on luck but i got to a point when i stopped blaming other people for my problems and blame myself like whenever you hold yourself accountable for like you not doing well that is such a big uh change of mindset because whenever you learn to put in the work you achieve a lot a lot more like a lot a lot more you can't yeah. you can't cheat youtube that's true that's you can get a shout out on youtube you can get a banger video like randomly you can get lucky yeah but luck only help you like once or once or twice the rest it's of the one thing to get lucky it's another to get lucky eight nine times a year like whenever you get lucky that many times a year it's not luck it's intentional mm. but then to get lucky that many times it's a lot of hard work true and like i think a big setback for me is developing a work ethic yeah to get to that point and i believe i'm getting to that point now to where i'm able to work goodish that's good like i'd probably say that and then fucking go procrastinate <laughs> for like two weeks and then come back and make a video yeah. but like generally getting a work ethic is so fucking important that's true another question uh what's your favorite tv show and what's your favorite movie this is kind of a good question considering you're a media reviewer or whatever i'm a media guy um you're the media guy man i do i do like my fucking steven universe a lot <laughs> yeah dog i fucking talk shit in steven universe a lot yeah. uh i do like the show it's kind of intrinsic to my channel as well with like the iceberg video um which i do owe a lot to by the way um yeah. but the show in general i'm passionate about it i wholeheartedly believe it gets too much hate like the entire uh franchise of steam universe if i had to pick between the original show and future i would most likely choose future yeah over the original i think future has a lot more 
has a lot better pacing than the original. I think the stories are way better. It's more condensed to watch. Like, dog, why would you not watch Future? Um, other shows of mine would be like MHA. We already talked mm. about that. Um, I like Attack on Titan. However, I think the ending is really bad, which I won't go into here. Um, oh, I like the Midnight Gospel too. I need Great to show. Um, I've watched Brooklyn Nine Nine as well. Uh, Young Offenders, Father Ted. Like, I've got a lot yeah. of shit I like. Um, has for movies as well. Uh. Oh, too many. I like Edgar Wright. If you know him, he made um, yeah, no, Hot Fuzz. He made he made a Scott, Scott Pilgrim. He made Baby Driver, which I talked about like years ago. Baby Baby Driver is really good. I know. I like likes it. I like Wolf of Wall Street, which is ironic. Um, I like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I like The Truman Show. I like Spider Verse, even though I think. Uh, that and Scott Pilgrim get too much attention. Yeah, true. Like way too much attention. Um, I like a lot that I can't really go into, and like there's too much to talk about. The MHA movies are good too, although I don't know if they're worth talking about. Yeah. Bit of a weird side tangent, actually. I remember uh, I was streaming a while back and Christian came into the uh stream and didn't wreck i think it was because uh i was in the server and it came up that i was streaming uh and he didn't recognize me that's fucking weird he's like wait you're this person i was like yeah he's like what the fuck and i'm like yeah you're an old man i'm an old man though i'm fucking senile yeah i don't recognize me it's fucking weird what's your favorite show uh favorite show that's fucking hard uh, if I was to, I think, uh, if I was to think of Irish, Whoa. an Irish show, Sorry. then I think what's really good is, I think Hardy Bucks is really good. Uh, I'd put Hardy Bucks over, I didn't ever initially see it, but I'd put Hardy Bucks, i put it over, uh, the Young Offenders TV show any day. I'm more so apper for the movie, the, the Young Offenders movie, I think that's, that's actually, movie. it's actually a, it's actually a banger. Uh, in regards, I think it does, I think it does much better than the show, uh, does, but. Yeah. I do not disagree with that. Yeah. I think it, to be honest, I think it should have stayed a movie, but to be fair, at least they're making bank off the TV series. I recognize some people that are in the TV series, mostly because it's filmed in fucking Cork, so it's kind of based. <laughs> But, um, Shut the fuck up. Oh my god, fuck you. Anyway, uh, next question that I'll ask. It's kind of like the final... I'll, I'll consider this the final question before I kind of get on to... Well, actually, I've got two more, but then we'll get on to like, the questions that we've been asked. Uh, if you could be someone else for one day, who would it be and why? You can tell I got these off fucking Google. If I get a what? If you could be someone else for one day, who would it be and why? Uh, probably Joe Biden. <laughs> what the fucking shit? Um, 
Oh, I love Joe Biden. He's me, Grandpa. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Could be Kanye West. You can, like, I would give myself my fucking green card. Yo. Uh, citizenship. That's I would do a lot. That's actually kind of cool. That's actually a good plan, to be fair. Who would you? Who would you be, Dylan? Uh, who would I be? Uh, Kanye West. Why? I don't know. I think it would be cool. I think there could oh, be some oh. interesting experiences I could have. What, what, what would be in Kanye Grant here? I don't know. What, what, let me look up Kanye. What is he up to? Such a bragging right though. Yo, I was Kanye for like a day. I was Kanye West. You don't want to be like a president or something? I think, bro. Kanye 2024, bro. Is that when he's rolling again? I I think Logan Paul president. <laughs> well, I'm not joking, by the way. I'm not joking. Did he act- Wait, did he? I swear he fucking... I swear he did something president. Just sounds like something he, Logan Paul would he do. He said he wanted to want to. Do you know what? Fuck it. If you can have Donald Trump know. as a president, I don't see why Logan Paul can't do the fray. Logan Paul is better than Donald Trump, right there. True. More no, so I can guarantee you, like, he'll run for president, then Jake Paul run after him. I just want the VP to be. I can. I, I can guarantee the you. Who's the dwarf? I can guarantee fucking the, the Um. I want the dwarf. I can guarantee you that Logan Paul will be a Democrat, <laughs> and then Jake Paul will be a Republican. Yo. And then they're gonna. This they're gonna be an issue on TV. That would be, be so fucking funny. That but was such a prediction. It'll come true. So It'll come true. I guarantee it will come true. That would be so good. Holy shit. But um, uh, last question really is. Let me see. Uh, Google. Oh, nah, I've got it right here. It's, What's your advice regarding social media use? I don't use it that much. On, kind of touched on it in my first episode of What's the Buzz with See Other People's. Yeah, I heard that. Mm-hmm. Don't use social media that much. I use it for like talking to people. Yeah. And like that's like, and TikTok, but I think they're different from like Twitter. Yeah. And Instagram. Talk more like funny like Twitter is more like shitty memes and like tweets about life and like politics. I'm not I'm not really uh in the mood for politics very often. Yeah, I get that. But um use it sparingly. I think that's the that's a good idea. Use it when you use it when you need to. Yeah, I think that, uh, my main account has mainly become so I kind of realized how uh, fucking tiring it was posting on there. So main account has mostly become like just retweeting Aaron and fucking. Yeah, uh, like I would. I mostly use my fucking YouTube community tab now. I mostly use my I, like if I have something that I'm thinking about, I mostly post it on my own because I think it, it fucking reaches a lesser amount to people it's kind of where i just put my thoughts and just keep them there yeah. rather than lead them onto my feels better kind of based yeah yeah 
But um, like, with oh Twitter, I hate Twitter. What a shit social media. I'm fucking lucky. I've kind of mastered my timeline. I've I unfollowed a fuck ton of people that like just kept perpetuating fucking shit onto my timeline that I didn't want to see. Like drama. No offense to certain people, but there's just a lot of. I'd muted a couple of people as well. Like I don't want to unfollow them because I know them, but like, yeah, they post too much fucking drama-related stuff that I'm like, doesn't that get fucking tiring? Because it tired me out, and I had to take a uh, break from my main for like a week, for like a week and a half, a while back, because I was like, fuck it, I can't be bothered. It was around when the dream stuff was happening. I was like, there's so many people trying to fucking uh, shit talk me, and I'm like, okay, whatever. All time. Oh. But, um, so I just kind of retreated to my alt and had a banger time just retreat, fucking looking at art and shit and working on videos. It's very nice, but I think social media should count, not TikTok or YouTube, but like in regards to ones where you're posting your opinions and where it's more of a, uh, talking point kind of social media like Twitter. I think people should kind of, uh, have a bit of self-control on there. TikTok's different though. TikTok is funny. Fucking love TikTok. TikTok, great app. There's sometimes like, I, mean, where I just don't check TikTok and I come on and I'm after getting with 10 fuck. I'm after getting 10 notifications and nine of them are Teddy the Draws has sent you a f. Well, dog, I'd fucking post on TikTok like randomly, like sporadically. Yeah, I see them on You can get, get a fucking video that gets like 200 views and get a video that gets 20k views and it's like, fuck, okay. Yeah. I kind of like that a lot more and there's like there's like a lot less pressure to post on tiktok and there is youtube like there's such a there's such a quality disparity between tiktok and youtube it's like epic i like tiktok yeah tiktok's fun just a browse and shit oh there's a <laughs> your name is just the fucking gaming lemon on yeah fucking the gaming lemon um, nice Shigaraki profile picture too. I do uh, like Shigaraki. Yeah, he's pretty cool. Who's your favorite MHA character? Oh, that's hard. Um, right now, I like Talks for a bit, but um, I really like. Oh, that's so fucking hard. The villains are really. Good. I think Shinzo is one of my favorites, but I feel he's not getting enough. He should have got attention in the fucking recent where are uh, arc. yeah he should have like mind controlled uh, gigantamachia that would have been so fucking good anyway anyway good old harakushi um oh uh, i like endeavor mm. i thought he couldn't be redeemed but they actually kind of did it in a satisfying way so i don't he's, think he's not can fully, redeem him. like I, I don't think you can fully redeem him but i think the only way he gets redeemed is if he dies. Yeah. I think it'd well, be like I love his journey. Went out in a. It's fun to follow. Um, in the finale, I think he should go out along with All Might, but I think All Might should die before the finale. All Might should die. He should have died a while soon. <laughs> there go. He should have died. I'd say it was estimated. Else. Probably around after the my villain after my villain academia's arc when uh present mike and the 
eraser go to meet a Kurigiri. That uh, fucking thing. I think I in the Warlock. It would have been more impactful if he died, like, I'd say midway through the war, the fucking war. Dog, like, imagine a scene whenever, uh, like, mid-war, and then All Might is, like, coming to protect Deku, because he said, um, I'm gonna protect Deku with my life, and then, like, he briefly has got a confrontation with Shigaraki, where he protects Deku. And like gives like one final punch to Shigaraki before dying. That's yeah. Like the punch, the punch with like power, like with almost like those frail body, it wouldn't mean much, but mm. like symbolically, it would mean a lot. Um, and it would give Deku the motivation to get better. Yeah, I don't know, and it would give Shigaraki his goal of killing All Might, which would then lead into his old character dying. And his new character beginning, beginning. Yeah. As like the what the symbol of, symbol of like, death or something, whatever he's called. Yeah. He's like the symbol of death or whatever. Fucking. But, uh, I like how in the recent episodes, uh, I like the whole dynamic between Best Genus and uh, Bakugo. Although I think it would have been oh, better if Best Genus had actually cool. fucking perished. But whatever. Oh, best genus. I think MHA falls flat in like a lot of areas, which I don't. I'm here for the long haul. Like I'm here to watch it go out. Mm. Um, initially I didn't like how Deku had more than one for all. As in, like I didn't like. I didn't particularly like get how he... OP. I think the quirks uh, that he's unlocking should. Be I like... think initially, whenever he had Black Whip, and he was told, he will get six more quirks i was like okay what the fuck yeah i think ideally the other quirks should have been really fucking shit yeah but boosted by one for all but as the quirks have been revealed to be like pretty fucking good without one for all yeah and then to have one for all boost him even further it's like what the fuck i think what the only the i think black whip uh black whip and black fuck Black Whip and Float make sense, but uh, the rest don't really. I think, um, fucking, what's it? What's you want to split? You can go further yeah. if you want, I don't mind. I won't, I won't go further than that, but the most recent one that he unlocked. The most recent two seem to over overpowered. They, they'd be powerful as fuck if fucking... Yeah, like... Adversaries had them. He can mimic All Might without being All Might? Like, what the fuck? So fuck. Unlike additionally, like the entire point of uh, All Might, I thought was to establish a skill ceiling, like a power power ceiling. ceiling. As in, he's the most powerful character in the entire show. Show. Yeah. But it seems that to me, they've shattered that really, really early. And I believe that Shigaraki and Deku should have had a fight pre-power up mm. not a fight but like a brief confrontation kind of like what happened with uh it was in was it season two like half like the second half of season two where they meet in the fucking they meet in the mall yeah another i believe there should have been like a mini skirmish yeah um like 
hypothetically, like during the joint training arc, like villains invaded. Yeah. Although that would have been way, way, way too similar to a fucking USJ joint training arc in the summer camp or whatever. Oh, summer camp. Um, which is like another problem MHA has, but anyway, anyway, uh, I don't know. They've kind of broken the ceiling, like yeah, because it seems like really fucking early, way, like way too overpowered when you compare it. Like all my sample of like the most powerful, but like fucking, it feels like both Deku Shigaraki. Uh, but the thing is, though, like, like really powerful. Deku has to be that powerful to beat Shigaraki. Yeah. Because they made Shigaraki too fucking powerful. Like, way, yeah. way, way too fucking powerful. Way too fast. Which is kind of the point. To make him like an angel of death, right? Yeah. But you have it to a point now where no one in Class 1A can do anything to fight Shigaraki. Yeah, they're Deku. all fucking sidekicks at this point. Like, like Bakugo did fuck all during that war. Apart from, like, shoot Shigaraki a few times. Which did fucking nothing. Like Jake, Deku did most of the work. Send me a fucking tweet on Twitter. I gotta see what this is. Whom? <laughs> Jason Kisop. What a legend. I love that guy. Oh my god. What were we saying, Andrew? Um, uh, fucking. The ones who did the most work during that entire war, war arc were Deku and and Endeavor or en Endeavor. Um, Aizawa did work too, although I wouldn't really call him like the MVP. Yeah, because Deku and Endeavor did most of the work whenever Aizawa was like conked out. I don't know. Very strange. Um, yeah. I'm here for the long. I'm here for the long haul, so and I want to know where they go from here. It's very, it's very intriguing in the recent chapters. So, although I can't, I can't get over Deku's fucking costume design. I think it looks weird. And I thought the it looked weird one. since season one. Well, I think it looks better than it was in season one, but I still think it's a bit weird. The, like, I think what he had in like chapter three hundred and six looked way better than everything he had beforehand. Let me see. Because I think his shit looks fucking goofy. The, uh, the fucking hoodie thing that he's got going on. I I oh, think like yes. three oh six. He looks fucking banging. I believe that his costume was goofy as fuck. Like even at the work. Oh, I believe the gloves look fucking weird too. Exactly. They're just really fucking big. Yeah. And like long too. Like what? I, I know what it's meant. I know what it's meant to do, but it doesn't make it look any less weird. Yeah. God damn. Yeah, I'm excited for wherever MHA goes next, but I just hope they don't fuck it up. I hope the ending doesn't get fucked up. Whatever it may be. I think it's taken a weird... It's it's after going in a very weird direction. What do you think we'll end with? I think Deku will die, if I'm being honest.
I don't see him living because he's just so fucking powerful. I think he'll end up. My prediction for the end is that him and Shigaraki are gonna find. They're both gonna end up fucking perishing. Oh, either that, or like it would have been cool if he lost his quirk or whatever, and it was like, nah, he's fucking quirkless again. But at least he fucking took out the biggest uh, threat. But like, I think it would be. I think it would make sense if they killed him off, but they also killed off Shigaraki. Like an eye for eye, eye for an eye type beat. I believe that um, you you cut out for like all of that. Oh fuck. I believe that Deku will use Eri to turn Shigaraki back into a kid. Yeah. And then Deku can tell Shigaraki you can't be a hero. That'd be interesting. Give him hope. Um, although, you still have the problem of the Quirk Doomsday theory. Yeah. That was like that's a big plot. That's like point, a, but it's that's a really... limiting that's a limiting problem, like far like not even that far away. So like I believe the proper proper ending, unless he can unless Harakoshi continues the story, which he probably will. Which he most likely will, because it's like really fucking big. Um I believe the best ending would be to make everyone quirkless again. Via like a vaccine or some shit, I don't know. Yeah. That's like the fairest way to end it, I think. Because the show starts yeah. off on the line, every man is not made equal. And like, I saw a thing on Reddit about it. Reddit, I know. Uh, a thing on yeah. Reddit being like, it would be awfully poetic that the, that the series started off with not every man is made equal, or made equal, and then have it end with every man is made equal. In that no quirks are involved. I think I think that would be poetic, although I don't entirely know. Yeah, that would I think that would be interesting, but I don't know how they'd achieve that, like getting everyone the getting everyone that kind of vaccine. But anti vax, oh Yeah. <laughs> the rising of anti vax in fucking the MHA universe. But like <clears throat> no, I think I think it'd be cool if Deku did fucking. Although I think it would be, uh, I think it'd be weird if like a young Deku met a young Shigaraki after like they both fucking die or some shit and they meet like I don't know, not spiritually but like I don't know. There's a lot of it's weirdo. Okay, I, for anyone listening, I'm about to go recent spoilers, so skip like a like fucking three minutes on. But yeah, uh, I think. I think it'd be cool because like there's a weird thing with Deku that he can talk essentially talk to to like the spirits of fucking one for all or yes just but I think it'd be cool if because Shigaraki's been in that vestige let's at some point uh, I was in the Shigaraki war, is you know? in that entire world because he has like all for, all for one, one is the originator of one for all like, yeah technically they're both there so I think it would be cool if like a young Shigaraki 
uh, ends up meeting a young Deku. I think that'd be interesting. Almost poetic, but like, I don't see both of them living because they're both too fucking OP. Uh, and it would, like, Deku at this point is much more fucking powerful than, uh, I think any other hero that there's been. Don't think there's been I think Deku way. right now fucks up All Might. Like, huh? uh, All Might was like, started the show All Might. Yeah. I don't think he could beat, De like, Prime All Might, but I think he could definitely beat Season 1 All Might. I think he fucks up that All Might. I believe he fucks up every character bar Shigaraki. Mm, because that no that fucking Nomu was giving all my trouble, but like fucking Deku. Yeah, but all my only had one quirk. Like, yeah, Deku's on. That's weird as well. That it's only like Deku who's getting all. It's only Deku getting them all now. But it's been no other user. They have the argument that like there is a black core that gradually built up over time, but like surely using that logic, like Nana Shimura's quirk, wouldn't have been that. wouldn't have been that old. Therefore, it wouldn't be built up yet. Yeah. So surely, if Deku was to unlock any quirk, it would be the first. It would be the first. second or second or third user's quirk. Yeah. Because they're the oldest, and like gradually as the users build up, they'd get more and more quirks. But no. I'm so happy that they didn't. Like, there's a theory that uh, the second Bakugo? and yeah, the second and third users were like Bakugo and Kirishima. What a dumb so fucking happy. theory. What yeah, a dumb fucking, fucking terrible. Theory. I fucking hate time travel. For the most part, in almost any media. so I I'm fucking glad that they didn't go for that, or that would have ruined. It would have like oh, but um, uh, fucking, I hope Bakugo gets a bit more development as well because I uh I think war, like he didn't do that much in war in the war besides this like fucking saving death shit. Yeah. Yeah. that entire escapade, although I like we've barely seen it. I think Aizawa would have been. I'm surprised he, he didn't fucking get, get a quirk awakening. Because Aizawa almost fucking. I'd say I, I'm surprised Aizawa didn't fucking bite the bullet. Oh fuck yeah! Because he was very close to biting the bullet. He'll be used later on though. Like he wouldn't. He wouldn't not be killed off. Yeah. Uh. Because he was on the verge of death in like season one, which he lived. Yeah. He was on the verge of death uh, during that entire fucking season oh. three in the summer yeah. camp. He gets attacked by Dobby. Well, the Dobby clone thing. And then he was on the verge of death in the war arc. Yeah. And I think he might have been stabbed in overhaul arc as well, which yeah, I Yeah, he was by Toga. Fuck me. He's been through everything and he's still alive. Like, and he's lost a leg too, like, what the fuck? I don't know how he's still fucking going. Still kicking. Uh, I, hope they, I hope they... I think it's weird how they connected the Shirakumo stuff, the Shirakumo stuff with the... the Vigilantes spin-off. I want to know what they do. It must be weird for... It must be weird for people who don't read Vigilante. Yeah. But uh, I don't know how they're going to implement that into the anime. I was thinking they might do it. My hero is pretty fucking close to coming to. Uh, they might do. They might animate uh, vigilantes, which would be cool. Vigilantes is kind of underrated. I've it is, I think. I think it would have like people said that Deku shouldn't have got one for all, and he should have been a, like a quirkless hero or some shit. 
but um, I think that's dumb. But I, uh, I like the lame. aspect. Of, I think I like the aspect of uh, what's his name, who's the main character Wait. of uh, Koichi. Yeah, I like the way he is. He has a pretty like shit quirk, but he kind of turns. Not a really into... shit quirk, but he has a quirk. Like, yeah. He turns into something fucking banger. So yeah. I like that aspect. What if oh, Deku yeah. got? What if Deku got fucked by Ochako in season three? Like some random, sh like not not, not that. Yeah. Like, that's a joke, obviously. Yeah. Like, what if Deku never got one for all? What if that? What if All Might died during Kamino? What if? What if All? Like a villain Deku shit. Plot, like, had a quirk, like so on and so forth. Like, what I guess if? one of that has to be fucking villain Deku. I see that everywhere anytime I type up. Oh my fucking god, the fanbase that Canon has, it's weird. Yeah. I don't get the appeal of that one. So fucking edgy. It's so weird, but um... I th yeah, I think that'd be an interesting thing. I know they're doing a lot of spin-off manga. Uh, the Team Up series. Yeah, I don't know if that'll go anywhere. Or they have uh... Like, uh, like animations and shit. People were saying that they might animate, uh, what's the cheapy one they have? They might animate that since there is animes that animate versions, uh, like chibi spin-offs or whatever. But I think, I don't know, I don't think that'd be entertaining. I think it'd be funny Probably to not. an extent, but like, I think it'd be better to have a proper spin-off, like fucking vigilantes get animated. Deadass, yeah, like... Because it ties into the main one a lot. With the Shirakumu stuff. Especially now. Yeah. And it, had, and it shows a lot of the American hero. It shows off, uh, what's his oh name? Oh my fucking god, they're coming over too. Captain yeah. Celebrity. Captain Celebrity, that's it. He's a cool character, but he's a funny Yeah. It's fucking interesting character. But, uh, yeah, I think it'd be cool if they adapted them. Okay. Well, we've spoken so much about MHA, haven't we? We have. Uh, let me see. Uh, okay, first question is from Creed. He says, why is he... Why, he says, why is he so swag? So, he's referring to you. I don't know. So what are you talking about? Uh, Creed asks, why you're so swag? I try really, really hard. I'm a really big try-hard. <laughs> um, okay. I wear a shoes. No, you fucking. Manga artist asks, uh, what piece of advice uh, made you the person you are today? Good question. Um, I like the advice. Reinvent to retire. That's a really big one. Um. I think quitting is really important, or knowing when to quit. Um, and, knowing when, and knowing when to change is even more important. Like I think knowing when to do that, or quit, is really fucking integral being a winner, or winning. 
good ones. That's a good mindset. Um, to be honest. Yeah. But um, fucking next question. Uh, any of oh, this one's from Kyron. Uh, any other Irish media you can suggest that is? Anything what? That uh, that isn't Young Offenders. Father Ted. Um, Mickey Bull and Me. A fucking Graham Norton show. <laughs> we do a bit of trolling. We do a little trolling. Uh, I recommend fucking Hardy Fox. It's actually really good. It's on Netflix as well. I might have watched some really like, My dad showed me every fucking thing Irish back in the day. Have you seen it? I might have. Uh, it's actually really good. Uh, the Viper is such a fucking funny character. But, um, what were your myth? Okay. Uh, someone asks, what were your major influences when starting your channel, uh, and have they changed over the years? Oh fuck, the second part is good. Um, Etika initially, uh, Review Tech USA as well, like, topical content with him. Uh, over the years I became slightly influenced by Alpharad, Alpharad, uh, recently like people in the cartoon community um have changed me in a way uh vert is true friendly. yeah i like it's true it's really good he inspired me a lot probably mark a bit too like yeah mark's like a friend of mine um but like you me it's not limited to like random celebrities I don't know. Yeah. I get inspiration from a lot of people, but like a lot of people. But I think that uh, everyone online is just an amalgamation of other people. Like dead ass. Like yeah. you'll find that you've got an inspiration or two, and then you combine them to make you. And then down the line, another person will be inspired by you, or another person, and then they're gonna combine you two. Like it keeps going forth. Like that's the internet. Yeah. Alright, another question from Brad and see. have you considered cosplaying? Yes, Davi from MHA. Be fucking cool. Yeah, true, true. I still I agree with that. Um let me see, another question. Um this is the last question for the people. Like, wait, actually this two. Oh wait, this two. I'll answer this. Uh, any tips for content creators uh, on how to do research? Watch other videos on the subject. Wikipedia pages, which you may be like, oh, Wikipedia isn't good. Okay, right? Wikipedia isn't great, but yeah. it isn't bad Not if you bad look at other good. sources. Yeah. Like associated, like if you do your research like properly, like look at uh, the attached links and all, like do your do your fucking research and topics and stuff. It's not bad. It's kind of good if like a summary of content that you can delve in on further if you want.
it's fucking amazing. But um, that's all the questions really. So let's see if we that way. To hell back to find me. I'm like I'm like I'm like okay. There we go. That was all the questions. We've kind of we touched a lot today. Done a lot of things. It's kind of crazy. That was actually the longest I've recorded a podcast. If you believe it. How much? How long is it? Uh, it's like about three and a half, I think. We've been going at it for a long while. We started at we started around nine. Where do you want to be in a year time? In a year's time. In a year's time. Uh, content. Like online in general. I want like you. Uh, I'd say not. I'm not really concerned about subs, really. I'm more concerned about uh, views, if anything. Just getting a consistent amount of that's fair. Subs mean very little to me. So, and just uh, that I'm able to continue doing what I want to do. Subs mean fuck all in the long run. Like, oh. <laughs> we did a bit of trolling, we did a bit of trolling. Holy shit. I want to get there. I know social media is inaccurate, although it's estimated to put me on 20k by December. this time okay with that being said have yourselves a good one guys no bye
Let me get the bot. Uh, stop recording. Where's the fucking come on? Here it is. Ba -ba -ba.